Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Welcome to the all new What's Up, Bro podcast. I, I sound checked already annoyed at something. All right. Boy, can you just, yeah, can yeah. You just like run by and just slap him on the face? Yeah. Once, like, just, just all new, baby. All new. You know what? I don't care if the government is listening to us. I don't care if they're reading our emails. If they're listening to us right now, just please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button. Hit subscribe. Write a review. Fuck it. Come on. Do it. Hi, I'm Neri Science. With me is Stephanie Mayer Sr. Hello. When are you going to drop the Mayer Sr.? That was when I was a kid. That part always made me uncomfortable, yes. but I was also fascinated by it. I, was always, I always wanted to see it, but as I watched it, I'm like, something feels wrong. This is not a movie podcast. Because I just get sunk into them. So for me, it's like super cozy. I feel like a kitten. It just happens that we talk a lot about movies. You see why I miss us, I stuff? I, I miss know. us. It's probably a movie podcast. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. That's how winning is done! I'll just tell you. Oh, my God. All right, and we're recording. All right. All right. Uh, welcome to the uh, special edition What's Up Bro podcast. Uh, this is our yearly celebration episode of uh, of movies because uh, as the intro says, we're, it's probably a movie podcast. Uh, I am Neri Science. With me is uh, a little bit unusual today because usually I have Stephanie with us. Uh, but Steph uh, was traveling the world in 2016 and, oh, I don't get to see a lot of movies while I travel the world. Been around the world and I, I, I. So she's not, she wasn't able to make this episode. Um, and uh, sorry that we haven't been recording to begin with, but our schedules have been crazy. We'll bring you another regular episode uh, soon, I promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode is the best, 2006, best movies of 2016, the top 10 movies of 2016. Uh, I am Neri with me as usual is Raul. Ciao. Uh, we have David uh, Uyoa from the Mount Geekmore podcast. Howdy. And also from the David Vengeance. Uh, <laughs> David Vengeance? Listen Naked up. Vengeance. Naked sure. Vengeance. Wait, it could be David Vengeance. Uh, <laughs> uh, rock band. And we have Jeff, uh, who is also from the Mount Geekmore podcast. What up? So if you guys are familiar with our yearly What's Up Bro episode of the top 10 movies, you know what we're going to do. We're going to run down the movies we thought were the best uh, of the year. Uh, if you guys are familiar with the Mount Geek More episode. Just think about this as a Geek More that we talk about ten choices instead of four. So it's this a is super mountain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. super mountain. So this is chapter one of uh, this is one uh, part one of a three part miniseries. <laughs> six hour. We're anticipating a six hour recording. So editing is gonna be fun. Super fun. Uh, all right. Oh so let's get God. right to it. Uh, how do we all select our top ten list? How do we get to our uh, list here? Let's go around the room. Anybody? Bro, uh, I was on Netflix like a fiend over the past few weeks. So and, four movies. and on Amazon Prime. <laughs> there's not that many and and I went to Palace 18. Um, by the way, great AMC. Love the remodeling Shh. of... Yeah, don't t- we don't yeah, like to announce like it. To announce we don't it. like people yeah. to actually go there. They know, bro. And it's too fun. late. It's too late. Yeah, well, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking motor mouth over here. <laughs> Shit. Jeez. Um, so, 
it was it was just a lot. And I, I I'm gonna admit right off the bat, listeners, I did not see seven of probably was contenders. But what, the- but what made your list? <laughs> like, huh? you, you, I, I didn't ask you how you yeah, prepared. You're I go, already what, on the defense, dude. Yeah, I what mean, made your your list? Like, your how favorite? did how <laughs> did you select your movies? Did you select them by Academy Award nominations, or what you think are going to be that, or what do you? How did you I, select? I your literally list? did a plethora, bro. I literally did a plethora, <laughs> a poopoo a poo-poo platter, if you will. I went to the buffet line of American film, and I got a little bit of the mushu platter. <laughs> you, I broke got a- you broke Jeff. You broke. Jeff, what is it? A minute and a half in? Oh my god! Wow! Oh, this guy. How did you pick your things? Poopoo platter, bro. Poopoo platter. Poo-poo platter. That's what I did. Describe it, man. That's all I gotta it's, say. Look, there's a little bit of horror. There's a little bit of documentary. Raul, Raul, Raul. Did you understand his question? No. Yes. He clearly did not. Jeff. Okay. Jeff, how did you pick your movies? Well, my favorite movie of the year was. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Danny. <laughs> so, um, I I didn't really go with the um, the awards thing because some of those ones that won a lot of awards shouldn't have because I saw them. Uh, <laughs> they weren't good. Um, but I kind of just went with. I have a. I'm kind of eclectic. I I went with films that I genuinely, genuinely left an impact on me, or were something that I've been waiting for for a long time that was a pleasant surprise for me mm-hmm. um that that's kind of what i went with there's there's at first i had an exact number and i remember i was telling you guys i was yeah. like oh i'm exactly a 10 but even look, working my honorable mentions to limit them i realized there was a lot more that i did like mm-hmm. but my my 10 pretty much i did watch start watching a lot of movies like he did but um, to because build build up for this to be able to like see as much as possible. Right. But there's big movies that I didn't see that I know I've been told you know, yeah. that they were good. But that's how I picked mine. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of similarly, I, I I went with uh, what left an impact on me. Uh, prior to my 2016 uh, binge watch in the last two weeks, um, I'd really only seen movies that I was uh, that I was interested in that I, that I knew I was gonna like. Um, so there's there's a lot, and and I I do think that this movie was a uh, this year was a great year for movies. Fantastic. A lot of great movies out this year. Um, this and, this has been we've done this three maybe four years in a row now uh, here on Wubro and this is by far the hardest like this has been the best year for movies which would make it the hardest well, list I, I, I kind of went through and, and got an idea of what I would have put on my list for last year and uh, I I don't think it was nearly as hard to do as this. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, just just to compare, just to compare, you know. It's good because last year and, was 2016, so I'm glad that you 2015. went through it. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you went I'm through still, it. I'm still in that fucking, you know. You're still uh, thinking we're going to have one more year of Obama, really I know. We record <laughs> this whole thing. We all have gods of Egypt at number one. Right? <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I, I went with what I like. Uh, there's, there's a few films that really surprised me that I wasn't expecting to like as much as I did, and um, and so I, I I just went with what what I really really enjoyed, what was impactful, emotional, dramatic, yeah. funny, whatever it may be. Uh, as long as it made me feel something and it kept me thinking about the movie long after mm-hmm. I'd seen it, uh, I I felt like it was fair game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I thought I saw a a ton of movies at the end of this by the end of December this year. I mean of last year, and 
in the past two weeks, I've seen probably double what I saw that whole year right. last year. Same with me. Um, and I will tell you, it's going to be really hard. One thing I'll tell listeners out there, don't always go for like the big box office hits. Check out Netflix. Netflix has been such an amazing tool for, I think, filmmakers and, and just creators in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so use um, Netflix. Use Amazon Prime. Uh, try to use every outlet you can because there's a lot of great stories and a lot of great content that's being created now yeah. that you guys really should take advantage of. Yeah, I I agree. I am. My list was. uh, I would say I watch a lot of movies throughout the year. So uh, there are some big ones that came out towards the end of the year that are for a lot of these uh, awards, a lot of contention for a lot of these awards Mm -hmm. uh, that I haven't gotten to see yet. But for the most part, I saw a lot of movies throughout the year regularly, normally. So I didn't have to binge like you guys did. But my list was. I have my core list made when we when we originally talked about this two weeks ago, and um, it deviated some. Uh, after that, uh, but not much. Uh, I will say that I don't care about uh, critics' praises. I don't care about uh, critics slamming a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. If I like the movie, I like the movie. Yeah. If uh, if if it's animated, I don't give a fuck. I don't discourage right. it. I don't like. Right. I'm not one of those like. Well, it's a good movie, but it's I know, it's a cartoon. Like, well, I, I, I I think sometimes. Critics get it wrong. Oh, I think, I, I think sometimes I put fifteen percent for Mighty Ducks on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> right, I think sometimes a, yeah. a, a critic Communist. reviews a movie, uh, and this is a conversation that Raúl and and I had recently. Uh, so they're, they're they're criticizing a movie for what it isn't instead of you know uh, you, you, you critiquing said that, for what it is. You said that before, uh, and uh, and I got to give you credit because I had never thought of it. I never put it into those words, right? But that's exactly how I feel about certain movies where. I remember saying something like, to the extent of, like, I like Green Lantern, and people were like, that movie, and they went off on a tangent of what things they didn't like about the movie. I'm like, yeah, but what about what's in the movie, though? What's in the movie was pretty right. cool, though, right? Yeah. Like, I was like, well, this party, mm-hmm. like, well, yeah. And, and I never phrased it that way, but I think that's perfect. Um, I just recently watched Casablanca for the first time, and I remember mm-hmm. you said that to me about that when you said, I don't think, you told me, you said, David, I said, I don't think you're going to like that movie. Because it's yeah. too old of a movie, mm-hmm. and I don't think you're gonna like it. And I did. I ended up liking the movie. Um, I, I totally watched it with a. This was made, you know, fifty years ago. Movie like the right. eyes, like I. But I watched it. I was like seventy. Uh, seventy, right? And yeah, so I old, was like, yeah, old movie. This is a good, yeah. you know. But I was able to take away from it certain things. Uh, and and uh, I remember Dave said, "I'm glad he, that was the phrase he used." He said, "I'm glad you were able to see it for what it is and not for what it's not." And I remember thinking, like, "Yeah, that's a really good way of putting things." Because I don't want to watch a movie going like, well, I mean, they could have done this or they could have done that. Or I remember I I posted it on Facebook. I said, oh, I'm watching this for the very first time. I hope this goes well. And I remember somebody put, oh, it has a, it's cheesy. It's a bunch of cliches. And I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't a cliche when they did it. It's it's cliche now because they started. Yeah. It was genius before. Yeah. And and I always, Give that example of Eddie Murphy. Like Eddie Murphy is my favorite stand-up of all time. And if you know the, if you're in the industry and you know you know the phrase hack, hack just means that it's something that's been done a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a hacky material, which just means like you know if somebody talks about Viagra and fucking mm-hmm. Monica Lewinsky, you'd be like that's fucking hack. Mm-hmm. But people always like when I talk about uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's, uh, especially his Delirious special, people go, oh yeah, but he was hacky. I'm like because he did impressions and he did music and he sang mm-hmm. and he did all, all things that are now considered hack. But I'm like, yeah, but when he did it, it was original. That wasn't yeah. hack though. Mm-hmm. Like to do celebrity impressions that well wasn't like now. It's like oh, okay, that's all he's got. Dude, Jim Carrey in the '90s. Yep. Yeah. Jim Carrey in the '90s and in Living Color, he would he would 
Dude, that guy would be a master of impressions. Nowadays, everybody on YouTube yeah. can freaking do impressions. Of exactly. People. But you, you, you look at him from back then, and you're like, holy shit. Right. So movie. I'm watching movies, and I go, dude, I like this movie for this, for that, for that. Like, right. I could, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, look, man, I, I'm a big fan of The Replacements. Uh, is, yeah. is that movie, did that movie make our my mountain for football movies? No. Yeah. But I like the fucking movie. I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, it was a silly movie. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was, I'm looking at it for what it is, and not for what mm-hmm. And I think the phrase is, is a perfect phrase. John Favre was a sweet piece in that movie <laughs> uh, I, I, I bet he hates looking at that movie and going like fuck oh, I'm not fat I, I was fuck alright I was a linebacker yeah, and, and, at one point and, and that's a good yeah, now he'd be a lineman but that's a good point what you said like cause, cause a lot of the movies that didn't make my list I, it's not that they weren't good or that I didn't like them I did it's just that there's these 10 that to me had more of an impact yeah yeah, that, and and and, and it's the it case for me too. Um, big, I, I struggled. I struggled to keep this to to ten movies. Uh, ideally, fifteen would be great. Yeah, yeah. you know, I I, I I wouldn't struggle. I with um, I my a lot of my movie of my list contends on rewatchability, and and I that's my litmus test. I guess you would say for like, it's you know what I mean. A movie could be great, and there's pl- there are plenty of amazing movies. I I. Have, Cinematically speaking, aside from what my actual faith is, cinematically speaking, Passion of the Christ is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sitting through that movie twice. Nope. No. That's it. I'm done. I saw it once. It was yeah. a masterpiece. I'm not going to sit there and IMAX be like, 3D. well, it's Friday night. Yeah. What what is it to do? Let's watch. Let's watch Man, somebody get their watch ass beat. Sequel. Let's maybe watch somebody watch get their ass beat by the fucking. Did you like, watch the D box one where you're sitting in the chair and it moves? With all the-, <laughs> the spice came out. Oh, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> oh, too much. Too much. All right. Um, uh, so my point is that even though a movie can be great, I'm not gonna put it on my top ten list if it's not if I can't sit there and watch it again. If I don't want to sit there and watch it again. Uh, so I mean, I, I I kind of I I disagree to an extent. Well, uh, I know again, because I'm not the, saying it, I don't like the movie. I'm just saying. Saying, I don't no, want to I, put it in my top I, I 10 you. if I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily feel that way. There's there's certain movies that I know it'll be another five or ten years before I watch it again. Uh, but I still liked it so much and it left so much of an impact on me that I would put it on my mountain. And though I don't think there are any movies like that on on my list. Uh, I just said on my mountain. Uh, Force of Habit. Uh, though I don't think there are any movies like that on my list. That wouldn't be... Um, uh, 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 a deterring. Oh, I agree. I don't think me. it's a deterring factor, but I think it's it, it played heavily into my decision making. Okay, yeah. Where yeah. I said, "Well, yeah, I like that movie a lot." If you're choosing I, between I, this one or another yeah, one, exactly. yeah, I can yeah. see that watchability or rewatchability. Uh, Some uh, movies you only need to watch them one time and they get ingrained in your memory forever. Yeah. And I think um, a movie like that for me is *Requiem of a Dream*. That is a tough, tough yeah, movie to watch, to, but it's ass to ass. I mean, all I there's 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 certain no, and Marlon Wayans fucking heroin. Arm. There's certain no, scenes that no, uh, that, that can be rewatched many many times. <laughs> Chapter twenty seven. Broken that DVD. <laughs> oh yeah. It's about forty seven minutes in. Yeah. Oh my god. Ass to ass. All right. So let's start off with the, who wants to start off with their list. Um, number ten. Ten. I'll go. I'll go. Um, my number ten is. So we're tabling, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, to uh, the listener, if you're not familiar with the Mount Geekmore format, uh, we will mention a a entry, and if the rest of us or, or if any of 
us have it higher in our list, we will say the word table. Therefore, we will talk about it later on when that higher number approaches. So if uh, Raul's number 10 is uh, fucking whatever, ABC movie, and I have ABC as my number seven, I'll say table. And then yep. when I get to my number seven, then Raul and I will both talk about it then. Yep. So we save a lot of uh, copy paste. Awesome. All right. So, so no, Raul. my number 10 is... To be honest, I know this movie is going to win a ton of awards coming award season. It's actually already won a good amount already. But I don't put it up there in the upper echelon of movies this year. I'm just putting it number 10 because it was a great experience and I did enjoy it. And that is La La Land. It was my number 10. Oh, I didn't get around to watching I it. Okay. Um, anyone else got it? Or? No, no, no. Okay, I, I put the good movies. Do you want to speak about it really quick? Or um, you could talk well, about, yeah, yeah, talk about, about it. it. That's we, your job. Yeah, the, the, about it. the pros I like about this movie is definitely an experience very like uh, I akin it to watching Singing in the Rain or watching like very classical. It's that's very akin high to praise. Singing in the Rain. That's I wouldn't very say high praise. My I wouldn't. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. It's akin to sing, Singing in the Rain for the first half of the movie. That's one thing. Okay. The movie does that, that is that is one of the things that, and it's not just from Boo Jeff that I've heard that the first half is brilliant, yes, and the second half is meh. Yes, yes. I concur entirely in that belief. Um, I do like the the usage of old filming styles with cinema sco- mm-hmm. scope and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, agree um, with that. I will admit, man, I fucking love Emma Stone. She is an amazing oh, actress, yeah. Yeah. and to be honest, I felt like. Half of this movie hinders her. She had some amazing scenes in the beginning and middle of this mm-hmm. movie, and at the very end, of course. Um, but this movie, I, she she definitely can act out probably almost any actress I think in Hollywood right now. She wow, is really she's really good. She's almost she's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Two Face himself, Mr. Ryan Gosling is great, of course. Um, Did you say Two Face? He actually has two faces. If you actually take a picture from one side, he has two. And that Harrison Ford? I think Harrison Ford has a similar oh, situation. Yeah, but that's Shaq. That's Shaq. No, that's that, that's the way Harrison that's Ford gives Harrison interviews. Yeah. 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 You've never, yeah, like, you, you never heard him give an interview. I don't like, I'm, going, I'm going over. I'm like, I was in Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. Monkeys. I mean, great uh, time. Uh, yeah. You know, working Chris with Anne Hsieh in uh, Six Days and Seven Nights. Chris was she was great. And David Schwimmer was really funny. <laughs> but yeah, look, I saw La La Land. I the first half, yeah, old school Hollywood. I yes. loved it. I'm okay if a movie's advertised as one way and then they throw a twist into it. Yes. One of my ones on my list is that exact thing. But it was a totally different movie in the last half and not in a good way for me. I have heard from people that live in L.A. that have said that they really can understand this movie because of the L.A. lifestyle. Yeah. To me, as somebody that does not live in L.A., that first half, I was like, yes, this is beautiful. I feel like I'm watching these old school classics, like you said, the CinemaScope, like yes. everything. But then there's a point where it just flips, and it's not in a good way. Like they, I think that they could have kept kept the same idea mm-hmm. of how it ends and what they do in the second half, but done it in a better way that would be kind of cohesive to what was in the first. Bro, half. there's not ten other movies that because you don't seem like you love this movie. <laughs> I will tell you, <laughs> you this. No, I'm just saying. I'm not. And again, I'm I'm really not looking to argue with anybody about their list because I'm not done. But I'm just saying you, this. You, when you talk about this movie, like look. Here's what like you started off with like look I'm gonna talk about what's good about this movie and I'm like Jesus that's there, not there's, a, that's there's not a, a few that's things, not a there ten. are scenes in this movie and there are parts of the, and there's 
long stretches of the movie that you're enthralled again like the first half mm-hmm. of this movie is beautiful and beautifully rendered and you're amazed by certain aspects of this movie and even in the later half there's amazing amazing aspects there's some and scenes, emma stone yeah. again i've never felt more confident in Emma Stone as an actress until after seeing La La Land. Mm-hmm. She is such a complete actress. And that's the one thing I got away from this movie. Um, the last thing I'll say that this movie does that I haven't seen many movies probably this year or in a while do is turn a setting into a character itself. What I mean is they use Los Angeles as its own character. Like yeah. you feel Los Angeles. You understand there's house parties. Like the way Robert Rodriguez did in Sin City. It's very much like Someone Swingers. All like the way Rodriguez. everybody does with New York. It's kind of like uh, Swingers. Okay. Eh. Yeah. The New York is a huge... New York yeah. is one yeah. of those cities that it's like it becomes... A character in itself. itself. It was very much like Swingers, where they had all these parties that they could, Mm -hmm. oh, so-and-so, there's a writer on whatever, is having a party tonight. Oh, okay, let's all go to that. Yes. Like, that's, it was very much like that. Did I expect more of this movie? Yes. You have two super A-list actors. You have a director who originally did Whiplash, which is one of my favorite movies from last year. Um, It's (sighs) real... The movie's good. The movie's good. It doesn't it has, seem like you're saying it's <laughs> top ten yeah. great. It, no, it, it's, it seems like you're defending the movie to people who haven't even seen it. It feels like you're defending it as opposed to celebrating it. That's yeah. what it feels like. The man. things I celebrate about it is that it's a callback to the class. It's a. It's an homage to classic dance films like Singing in the Rain and like it's that's, nowhere near the that's, echelon. Of that's enough. That's enough to get me in there. If if you're it's, drawing a connection between that movie and Singing in the Rain, which in my opinion is Pro- probably in, in the top 10 greatest musicals no, of all time. Clearly, yeah. Probably top three, I would say. Mm-hmm. Easily, yeah. I can I can only think of maybe two that might be better. You know? Be hard. Ma- Mary Poppins and... Uh, I would have said Mary Poppins. I would probably put... That's another mountain in itself, but I would probably put uh, West Side Story over, mm. over Singing in the Rain, but that's... Pr- I think it... Um, my personal opinion music. again I, again this yeah. is one of those things where you can't really argue like no matter what you say it's right I mean, you're, you're talking about you degrees know, of greatness yeah. yeah so um but yeah i mean that's that's enough to to draw my attention i did want to see it yeah uh there was just simply not enough time to get around to it i will watch this movie uh despite the fact that i've heard from numerous people that the last half of the movie is disappointing is just it's definitely a change the one thing I do enjoy about this movie is something that's very true life in a story sense I keep seeing the one thing I'm sorry okay, like there's many things there are many things it's really irking because it's not I apologize like, it doesn't feel like this belongs in your list though it you can't think like of another it, movie you can't think yeah. of another movie that did not make your list that you enjoyed more than this movie like it doesn't seem like you like this movie yeah I like this movie guys. I, think, I think it's I like, like this movie you know what you're doing right now you're doing what what most people did when they watched uh, the last Indiana Jones you're like no no it's good it's good it's good no no, no, no you know right, it wasn't what I expected but you no. know like it was good I will like, say the this more you say no, it to yourself no. the more you try to convince us again I'm only going by what my friends have told me that they went through like I was People like that, I don't know you know. What, <laughs> what, what, what some of your friends have told you because other friends have told you that it was actually no, no. good and then other you- friend other friend <laughs> There's no plural. What a friend <laughs> yeah, told you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. There's no. There's no. I, I, unlike I know a Crystal Skull. There's no shit in this movie. So uh, I, there's no shit in Crystal Skull. There's uh, monkey shit. There's a lot movies. of monkey shit. <laughs> there's gopher shit as well. But yeah, we are digressing is, now. Uh, also, <laughs> also, there's Shia LaBeouf. Well, you're right. There is one giant. Who's literally <laughs> a letter away from being shit in that movie. Because <laughs> we've talked Fury. He was phenomenal. Right, no, ahead, yes. Um, so go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, We're digressing. No, but there, there is. But keep convincing yourself. Go. A great aspect of this. <laughs> movie, no, a great aspect of this movie, and something I came away with because I think the reason I'm not more and. Imp- 
open and, and, and engrossed in this movie is because there is a very true story that's being told in this movie where and I've like experienced me, in my you, life. You sound like me coming out of Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> that's what you sound like. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, that reminds me of oh, how I felt Dark leaving Dark Knight Rises. So the ultimate oh, and Bayless. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The ultimate um I mean he was he was a guy. He's he got was, a mask. <laughs> he was he was there. You guys didn't see him? Go ahead. The ultimate I heard um, him talk. <laughs> I could understand <laughs> what he said when he talked, but okay. <laughs> the ultimate message of this story is the embattlement people have between two virtues, which is ambition and love. And how those collide probably more than any two virtues in anyone's life. And I enjoy that because that's something I can tell from personal experience. Super true. And it's something I enjoyed. I enjoyed this movie. Again, I don't think it's in the upper echelon, but it is the top ten movie. I'm not gonna. So, what was the phrase? The phrase was, the phrase was the one thing I liked. No, no, no. The phrase was uh, two. uh, uh, Was embodiment of what? Two. The embodiment of two virtues. Ooh. Embodiment. Mm. Literally, quite literally, embodiment of two virtues, which is ambition and love. Two virtues, love and ambition. There's another movie that's going to be on my list later that I will say, hey, this is what happened. And so <laughs> that was good, huh? And so yeah. I will be like, this is, I want to be able to say yeah. those words again. Uh, all right, so La La Land, Jeff, La what's La your number 10? number 10? All right, so my number 10, um, it's it's a film. I'm, I'm a horror guy. Um, it's it's a movie that surprised Hi, the horror movie. guy. Hi, my name's Jeff, and I'm a horror guy. <laughs> you ever suck dick for horror? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. I seen him. Yeah. I seen him. <laughs> he done fucked it. But um, sucked it for new nightmare, so boy. My, no- <laughs> my, my number ten's Don't Breathe. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get around to seeing this. No, I really, this, I really wanted movie, to. this is not yeah. the porn movie that we're talking about. Fact, <laughs> right? Okay, making sure. Don't breathe. AKA I saw, I saw, me sn- more I saw a snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole series of snuff films that's based upon this title. Yeah. So, yeah. so don't breathe. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. I, Seventeen. It's through it, your ass. <laughs> 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 choke me more daddy yeah. episode oh, oh <laughs> choke me more daddy fi- 15 but um <laughs> don't breathe it it's it's advertised as a film of three kids breaking into a blind guy's house because he supposedly has a lot of money in there um it actually becomes so much more mm-hmm. there's a twist in the movie it's daredevil it's a crazy twist and <laughs> Even if somebody's wife were to spoil the twist for you before you watch the movie, it David. still doesn't matter. See, the beautiful thing about the way my mind works is I don't remember anything. Okay. So I know she spoiled it. Yeah. I don't remember what the spoiler yeah. was. You know what? That anyway. actually explains how you're married. <laughs> how you're married she, the lot. things that she says in those chats, I'm like, what the? How, the fuck how does this? anyone hate I, the Mighty Ducks? I don't, I don't understand. Know. You married her. Uh, Stephanie hates the Mighty Ducks. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Stephanie hates the Mighty Ducks. Yes. He was. We, we have to have a conversation. That's the, she's the. Worst. No, I know. I was playing off of the fact that I forget, I forget. everything. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh. God damn it, Neri! Learn comedy, bro. <sighs> <I'm sorry. laughs> but um, so don't. I just felt really bad because he was like, "What?" And we're like, "Oh yeah." Like, <laughs> yeah. For that party was crazy, huh? Yeah. yeah. There was a party. Oh, oh fuck. so <laughs> you you've got Stephen Lang who. Hopefully, is cable. Um, you know, playing this blind ex military guy mm-hmm. who's in. Oh, the he house. plays a guy that was in the military. What a stretch! <laughs> Whoa. Um, and and you know, it it ends up becoming this 
just this psycho. It's it's more psychological thriller, I'd say, mm-hmm. than horror. Um, and it's just it's it's cool the way that the the cinematography goes. There's points where they'll switch without making it obvious, right? From the the perspective of the kids versus him. Mm-hmm. You hear a gunshot. He's blind, so his and he has his so hearing point of view. So you so, do a POV cam. Well, not cam, but like you, you'd still see like the camera showing the kids and showing him. But now that the gunshot's gone off, you hear his ringing in his ear, and and that's and that's how it switches perspective. And then and right, and then that's there's really like points where yeah. like that's the, great. The lights are out, and they make they use use this. It's not night vision. It's like this gray like he sees camera the world on fire view. But it's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, they, that's what they used in uh, Sicario. Yes. Yeah, oh. that same, but it's them. So you're getting this experience that it's it's constantly moving, it's constantly back and forth, and mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting twist. The twist beca- makes it really interesting because it completely changes the entire perspective of the movie. Okay, yeah. and I just thought it was underrated. Not a lot of people saw it. I, I gave it. This is one of the movies I saw within the last couple of weeks, and I was blown away by it. I yeah. absolutely loved it. If you're if you're into the thriller, if you're into the horror. I'd say give that a shot. You, you and I have similar tastes in in horror movies. I yeah. think, yeah. And uh, from from the conversations that we've had on it, and so when you told me, "Hey, this movie's awesome," uh, I thought to myself, "I need to watch this movie." I didn't mm-hmm. have enough time to get to it, uh, but I plan on getting to yeah. it, uh, and certainly before I get to La La Land. I am, yeah. I am as well. I'm really, really planning to see a movie. I love Stephen Lang. I've loved Stephen Lang to give you an idea of how much I follow that guy's career. When he played a former military. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> You saw that movie? Uh, <laughs> he uh, he played one of the brothers in Death of the Salesman. Uh, oh, um, ooh, you fancy! And he was really good, and I enjoyed it. It was when he was super young, so I followed his career for a long time. No explosions, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have at least two uh, explosions? It needs at least two explosions. Another thing that uh, what else I'm out. Another thing is a very big pro for that movie. You know who's one of the major? I producers? wish I could prove him wrong with my list, but all my list has two have have explosions. <laughs> Like son of a bitch, stereotypes exist but everything, for a reason. Everything, man. Happen, everything has fucking two explosions. Fucking Zootopia has two explosions. Like the fuck you want me to tell you? Gladiator has two explosions. <laughs> everything has two explosions. I'm like, oh, all right, well, um, another. I big, have to go uh, back to like 2014. Be like, huh? Huh? There was that one. <laughs> there was that one. <laughs> but it's like uh, somebody tweeted out, "Oh, can you name me a movie that doesn't have a weapon?" And bro, it's fucking hard. Even it cartoons. Is, yeah. You go, bro, it's, it's fucking. You have to go back to like the Lion King. We're like, that's okay. They're lions, so that's not exactly a weapon. Yeah, but they use their claws. Yeah, yeah, as yeah, weapons. You, like, it's hard. Like, you yeah, can't yeah. even an animated. So when you go, oh, two explosions. I'm like, that's. <laughs> was that? Oh, yeah, Finding that. Nebo, maybe. But even Birdman has fucking explosions yeah. in it. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I can't. I, no, no. Find, find, Finding Nemo has a ton of explosions. Yeah. With, with the mines. With the mines. Ah, Sound there's, of music has. There's even a torpedo. Does it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe it. It's a World War Two movie. <laughs> but um, but yeah. I, I highly recommend if you're a fan of thrillers and stuff like that to check it out. I mean, I know we don't really judge too much on on Rotten Tomatoes here because they, mm-hmm. have, but it's got an 87 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend if you want to just it. It's such a suspenseful and uncomfortable movie to watch because yeah. of the suspense. Yeah. That I would recommend. I highly recommend watching. I, I love movies that leave me feeling unsettled. Uh, not because I enjoy that feeling, but because uh, that's such a long-lasting feeling, right? Yeah. And and you end up thinking about why you feel that way, which leads to self-discovery sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so there's uh, well, 
Maybe not for I'm just, I, don't, I like movies to end in a neat little bow. That's how there's a I place like, for that. There's a place for that. I like, I like yeah. movies too, and, and there's a very, they very few and far between as far as the movies that don't that leave it up to the quote unquote viewer to decide. Mm-hmm. That I've come our way going like that was fucking great because some because if done improperly, it feels like the director has shortened us or doesn't know what the or ending should be. What yeah. ending See, like be. I, I think Life that that pie, which I just bought, which you're gonna right. Be, yeah, I gotta watch is it. One of those movies where the guy literally says at the end, he goes, "Well, it depends on which way you want to view it. Do you want to view?" It but it's presented as he's telling a story. Yes, yes. right. And, and so, the, so I think it works. And at in the that end, scenario. it's like, and at the end, they literally say, you know. So and so will have you believe that this happened. So and so and and blah 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 will have you believe that none of this happened and it's just blah 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 blah. And so it's up to you. Like literally, yeah. it's like telling you. Well, I, you I feel I feel the same way about Inception. Yeah. I think that that sort of ambiguous ending about Inception really works. You know, I saw I bought Inception recently because it was uh-huh. five bucks on iTunes, and I bought it recently. And I was one of the biggest critics of that movie for a long time because I saw it in the movie theater, and as much as I understood what was happening, I didn't get it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between mm-hmm. understanding yeah. what's happening and then what's get and getting it. Mm-hmm. And I saw it again recently, like two weeks ago, when I bought it. And I, I really owe an apology to whoever the fuck cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Nolan's going, what? Who? N- yeah. Oh, okay. I accept this apology. Uh, but I really did <laughs> underestimate it because I, I always felt that people liked it because of the special effects, and the acting is great. But I, did, I felt like people were like, it's like the king's clothing or like the emperor's clothing. I'm like, I don't think people get it. I think right. people just want to like it because it's fucking cool with the effects. And I think, mm-hmm. but I don't get it. So I i don't think people, other people got it. And there, I think there now, might be some of that there. There might be some people who watched it and said, this is this is a feast for the eyes. Yeah. But, but it's there, a feast for the eyes. There is so it's much getting more great to critic it. reviews. Oh, yeah. It's getting great critical reviews. So I have to like it. Yeah. And I, I think that that ending yeah. is perfect for the movie definitely because it 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 leaves you in the same state that the characters have been in the entire film there are so many fan fictions just on inception alone are there well yeah well let's not get let's not yeah yeah, we're we're, we're deviating but uh but but yeah i think uh uh uh, those those movies that leave you feeling that way uh awesome i I love it the only complaints that i've heard and i think Steph was the one that may have uh, your uh, David Steph. Right, so it's not a real complaint. Then. <laughs> it's not a valid. Yeah, no, and, she, and she hasn't seen it holds, No, no, but so, it holds no weight. Well, she fit, huh. she fit, read the end the the twist right. from a feminist column. Oh, and okay. like a lot of the, if you look at Ron Tomatoes and I look at some, a lot of the, the <laughs> <laughs> what the, the fuck re- does that even mean? Neri just sent me a like the, a whole like essay. What the fuck does eyes. not even mean? <laughs> a, a lot of well, now feminist columns are writing movie review. Get the fuck out of here, bro! It's either a good movie or it's not a good movie. It may be a shitty movie because the female antagonist is or female protagonist is not well represented. Well, no, uh, but there's a whole blog. For, there's a whole fucking article for that. Yeah, most of their issues are because it's the. Against class, the woman. There's classes taught in college. It's a, it's abuse against the woman. So that's a lot of the, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of the negative reviews are literally, oh, I, I felt uncomfortable with the abuse of, of the girl on this or the women in here. It's See, a realistic here, horror here, movie. Here's, here's well, why. Yeah. Here's what I would say to that. Uh, same thing I said five minutes ago. I'm not watching Passion of the Christ because I felt uncomfortable watching a dude get his ass kicked. Right. I don't like watching anybody get their ass kicked severely. Like one thing is a punch or you end a fight with a bully, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it's a protagonist getting their ass kicked, 
like bloody to death. I don't like. I don't care whether it's a man or a woman. I don't feel good. Like, hey man, can you stop beating up that woman and beat up that other guy instead? Like, yeah. I don't fucking go that way. So right. th- that's a real feminist yeah. mentality. Not oh, the woman gets. Uh. So would you like somebody else getting their ass beat? Is that what you're saying? Right. You prefer a man to get her ass beat? But yeah, so that my number ten is don't breathe. And a big pro for horror film fans out there. One of the big producers of this movie is Sam Raimi. Yes. Yes, so, I, I mean, forgot to mention that. Yes, well, guys, goes my, big, there fan, goes my interest. Oh my there goes my interest. In There's that no movie. walking on sunshine. It's okay. Too. You're already coming over to the Nolan side, bro. I'll wait. I'll wait sooner so, or later. I was always on the Nolan side. I I said that Nolan was not. Uh, uh, Batman Three is not good. You, but can, I, you, you can be I'm a sorry, fan of a director and still the not prestige. like yeah, Prestige. Oh, yeah. Prestige to me, I've said before two weeks ago when I watched we watched Inception. I said Prestige is Nolan's best, and I stick by that. No, I, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. That I am a huge Nolan fan. That's Christian Bale's best to be honest seeing as he's only made seven movies and I don't like two of them I think those are pretty good odds well, what? I didn't like two of them. Inception, What's the other one? Oh, like. Inception. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's there's only one I don't like from. Actually, from I got I got to rewatch. I'll be fair. I didn't like it when I first saw it. Was Insomnia, but okay. I think I was too young for that movie. Was when he, I saw it, I was Insomnia? Like, when I was when I was when I saw it, I was like twelve years old, yeah, thirteen bro, years right. old. So just watching. It, I think it's a very heavy movie. Yeah, like, I was yeah, watching it for heavy. Al Pacino, Not watching like movie. where's the action coming? Where are the explosions? So in off, and I actually had this conversation about a month ago with a friend of mine. We were talking about Nolan's. Uh, filmography and I said I think we gotta the rewatch guys, it again yeah. yeah I think I gotta rewatch the, the, it again the guy's uh, a grand pingu yeah but Raimi could go suck a dick uh, alright so totally disagree with that darkness and yeah Evil yeah. And yeah Spider-Man Spider-Man 2 yeah. okay yeah but that's all right. I, I don't I don't think Spider-Man 2 is bad the Oz I don't care for Spider-Man Oz, 2 but the Oz you didn't like Oz <laughs> Okay, so my uh... actually it wasn't even a horrible movie. <laughs> it wasn't. That's the part that bothers me about Sam Raimi's movies. Honestly, just side little tangent is that he doesn't make bad movies. Sometimes he just makes movies that are meh, and that bothers me sometimes more than making a bad movie. Because when you make a bad movie, sometimes you go, f- you fucking swing for the fences and you fucking strike out. But at least you swang. And I feel like Sam Raimi in Spider Man Two, in Spider Man Three, when he put that dance sequence, that's just sh- that's like let's make up, let's let's have something to make up a certain amount of. Time time in the movie to take up space in the movie when they didn't have anything and same thing goes for the Oz the, the Wizard of uh, not the Wizard it's what's, what's it called the new one Oz the Great and Powerful Oz the Great and Powerful I'm a huge the only book series I've ever read is Oz okay part of that was because of this movie because I wanted to get interested more into that world and I was like oh you kind of just left a man like you just like it's not it wasn't bad Oz the Great and Powerful I, was a I bad movie it. Th- that's exactly the mentality. Eh, I enjoyed it. And there, there are parts that move. When, when you I bring up Sam Raimi to people, they go, "Evil Dead." Let me jerk him off and come in my face. I'm like, yeah. take it easy, buddy. Yes. Right, but, but you're yes. you're not a horror fan. So, I, so, I'm not so you don't, so you don't Dead, understand. Though, but I'm, not, but I'm that... not talking about Evil Dead, though. I'm talking about one great movie or a series of great movies doesn't mean that you have license. You, know, you don't have a free pass for the rest of your career, in my opinion. No, I, unless, I, I, unless I, I agree. I agree. Unless you're Mel Spider-Man Gibson. Spider-Man 2 is a great movie. Unless you're Mel Gibson and Spider-Man you... Spider-Man 2 is a great movie. Oh, it, unless oh, you're Mel Gibson and you're Mel Gibson and you make Braveheart, uh, look, you could get out of line with some racial shit. <laughs> I'm all right with this. So, some people... Hey, Britney Spears made a comeback. You know? Mm. Mm. Uh, all right. So, uh, number. So, t- you had. Uh, you had. Uh, don't breathe. Don't breathe. All right. Uh, my number 10 is uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Table, table the fuck out of What I- the fuck? <laughs> wow. I was, I was certain 
that this would have to be tabled and um Super i am not table. i am not commenting on how good the movie is table <laughs> table i table. can't okay. even believe that this movie is wow okay um <laughs> Uh, I, I thought he was gonna fight with Raul. I guess I'm not. Uh, I'm not fighting with anybody, man. I'm just uh, saying table. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh, You're gonna hit him trust with me. Table. I'm gonna get a lot of shit for the movies that did not make my list. I'm gonna get a lot of shit for that, and I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with my list. That's all that matters. Number ten is Doc Strange for me. Wow. It, honorable mention for me. Honorable it it uh, missed it. it by that much. You did, it, not, it didn't make anybody's list? No. Wow. Yeah, I am sorry. so surprised. You know? Because if you see the review that me and David did after the movie, you would think, man, Nerd doesn't like this movie. And I kept going. I feel like when I finished watching Doc Strange, I feel like what Raul sounded like today defending La La Land. Like, I felt like I was trying to convince myself to right. like it. And I did like the movie. And the only reason it made it to my number 10 is because I was like, you know, I don't... Uh, like, there was other movies that I kind of like, uh, blah, blah, But I only saw it once. And I'm like, man, I really want to see it again. And I think that's a good litmus test. If I really want to see the movie yeah, then, again, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I haven't seen it since it right. came out in theaters, since the opening weekend. And I'm like, I really want to see it again. And I think that's, that's the reason why I made my list. Because I, I thought, when it first came out, I was like, but that, see, I loved it in the theaters. I but the thing is, to me, there's. I have the problem with the end. I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, I, I've said it before. I have a, a real problem with the end. I think I, it's my favorite part of the movie. It's the my end. favorite part. Of the end. Yeah. Uh, I, but but I, yeah, like it's one of these God, movies so that bad. it didn't just, make my ten. The more I but, talk about it, the yeah. more I dislike the <laughs> ending of that movie. Where I'm just like, <sighs> is this how I look like when I do the PBS? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I, no, I no. Just, the more I think about it, the more I don't like the end. It's just the ending because I'm like, the rest of the movie is so good, and and you're just giving me a yeah. It, it's it's like, it's great writing for Benedict Cumberbatch, and he performs it well. Unlike what other people well, would tell accent. you. Well, his accent. I mean. The accent's the only thing. The accent, I'm like, I actually don't hey, even, there. I, 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 the, accent, the accent didn't bother me. It I didn't bother me. I swear to you, on my, because I don't watch anything else that, that uh, Cumberbatch has ever done, I Mistake never one. even yeah. thought, I, I, I yeah. never even thought about his accent. Not mm-hmm. a single time. It wasn't until at the end of the movie when somebody goes, "How did you like his American accent?" I go, "Oh, that's right, he's not American." Like I have yeah. to think about. Okay. Like I don't. I I've, I've seen I've seen him in a, in a couple of uh, different movies and TV mm-hmm. shows, and um, I I think I think he did a fantastic he's job. It's strange. The only reason it didn't make my mind is because and it's not that I didn't like the movie. I loved the movie. Me too. But it's I I don't think it was top ten good. Let me give you. Let me. I'm just gonna ask this question, Raul. Did you love La La Land? Did you love Doc Strange? I love Doc Strange, but that's so, a fan okay. in me. That's the so, fan. I'm so, not gonna so, let the fan. So here's the thing. Here's override my, my so here's critical question. Taste. If you love oh, one movie, over. if you are able to say I love this movie, it, it sounds to me and, like and like, like other... you you weren't true to yourself in making Ooh. the list. I think this is what I. I, I was just trying to be. This is my opinion. Equilibrium for the, this for my the opinion. listeners I think out there. I'm sorry. I, I think you went so much. The listeners aren't making their list and talking about it on the. I love Doc Strange. But Doctor you don't, Strange but you don't love La La Land. So you See, you, that, you that chose right there, you chose right you chose a movie oh, that you hold spent. Hold but we gotta hold talk on, about hold on, hold that movie. Is gonna is gonna be Wait, around. I'm gonna ask you a follow up. Yes. I'm gonna ask you a follow up yes. question. Did you love the first half of La La Land? Yes, that I did. Okay. That I did. So you can answer that definitively. Yeah. Did you but like? You did you did you love? Did you love the first half of Doctor Strange? Fucking beautiful. Did you love the first half of Doctor Strange? 
I loved Did all you love Doctor Strange? Oh, so you love Doctor Strange more than you but love I, La La Land? But that, there's it, nostalgia that, it makes, there. There's, it there's makes other, no sense. There's makes, other things that play there, David. And all it's those amazing. things go into the movie-going experience. Hey, I, say, I, hey guys, I don't understand defense, how you pick a movie Raul, that is, you don't I am, love. I am defending Raul here. I think what Raul was trying to do, because, because this panel is consistently and constantly and accurately... Pounding on him for being a Marvel <laughs> fanboy. Uh, that's not why. No, 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 no. I think it is. I think he I purposely. I think he purposely went out of his way to not be a fanboy. So he went the other direction. He said, and "I think this is what happened." I think he said, "I know that they're going to expect me to put this movie in there, so I'm going to go with a movie that is as good." I think I'm that's going to disagree. With. I'm going to. No, I don't trust anything you say. <laughs> I, oh Jesus! I, I, to I, Raul, I'm going to. This gonna is disagree. my opinion. I'm going to disagree and say that the reason why he went with this is because the movie is receiving critical acclaim and because it would be a good move to put the movie on there. Okay. De- look, you know what? There might be a little bit of both in that. Hey, Ro. Okay. All right. You I, like I can agree. Like, bro. Thank I can you. agree with right. that. Thank you. Look, I just feel like look, when I, I like, brought up Doc look, Strange, your face lit up. A whole totally. I, I, I was up, to as opposed honest, to the way you brought up La La Land. You brought it up like you almost whispered it. Like oh, I saw it. I understand. A bit. I understand. And I listen. <laughs> I was I was amazed that you brought Doctor Strange because I all I watched live that video. Did you find you guys talking about it? I did find it a little strange. To be honest, and I'm being super honest right now. The reason why Doctor Strange didn't make my list is because another sorcery movie came out the same month and blew out of the fucking water. That's why I didn't pick Doctor Strange. Fact. That's why I didn't put Doctor Strange, okay? You know it. I know it. Everyone is room Okay, all right. It. Hang on a second. No, no, hang on a second. I'm not, not going to disagree with you, but, but what does a, that take away from Doctor Strange? What it doesn't that, take anything, but, thing, but when I walk away that, from but November- that, but that's what you're when saying. When I walked away from November of 2016, the movie that- Blue, my fuck, changed my mind about right. the entire right, genre. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Okay. Yes. My point. Okay. We okay. Here's my point. Sorry. Here's my point. That has nothing to do with a movie making a top ten list. Hey guys, this is number ten, by the way. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, no, can we please? But we're gonna do. But uh, the, uh, later on, we right, right, get right. to the table. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So I really enjoyed Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. I, 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 I cannot. I, I, I loved it. I, I look. I really enjoy a lot of movies. I know are not super great or, or that do not deserve on. critical <laughs> 13th Warriors one of my favorite fucking movies of all time I love that movie I love that movie and I know that movie well, gets shit on yeah oh See, <laughs> see, I know. I just never, I just never. I saw the previews and I go, oh yeah, this is something I want to watch right here. Like I don't want to like. I don't. It's, it's a big piece, motherfucker. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. I fucking love. Maybe that. that's yeah. why, because we were. But we're talking Bay about a movie now from 1990. Yeah. We're talking about movies from the 90s, guys. Come on, right, so, here. I'm I'm not, I can't knock it for Doctor Strange though, because it. I did love it. I just, I just I I'm not it. knocking Look, it. Either. I, I liked. Um, the reason it's not higher on my list is because it's uh, the ending. I, I found the more I think about it, the more I dislike the ending. However, the more I think about it, the more I want, I want to rewatch the rest of the movie and make pretend that the ending didn't happen and that's what I wanted so I'm waiting for. so I, I thought that was a good litmus test I thought hey if I want to rewatch a movie and I haven't seen it in a couple of times and I re- want to rewatch it yeah. and I'm waiting for it to come out and I'm looking at Amazon on a pretty like every other week basis to go when does it come out on video then that's a pretty good movie in my mind and then I should put that on my list has anybody noticed that Neri said litmus test like 17 times already? it's the word of the day <laughs> I have a word of the day calendar and that's the word of the day <laughs> I just uh, I'm learning PH I'm, stands I'm, for I'm using it Expeditiously. <laughs> Expeditiously. Uh, Oscar? Remember? I love it. All right. All right. Yeah, <laughs> of course. All right, number nine. Um, my number nine is going to be... Give me one second here, guys. I'm just looking. My number nine is going to be a horror movie. Mm. Um, it's a sequel, and I very much enjoyed... Okay. 
I very much enjoy this movie. I, I love, <laughs> I love the director and the pro- he's also producer in this movie. I love mm-hmm. almost all the work this gentleman does. I know what you're saying. And that movie, my friends, my number nine is Conjuring Two. F- fantastic. It movie. is a fucking fantastic. Uh, it's super hard. The two genres that are super hard to create super mm-hmm. sequels for is comedies and horror. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. in my mind. Fact. Uh-huh. And he had topped. Everything in Conjury One. There's scenes in this movie. There's a scene that. that right, hang, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm ashamed of myself as a horror fan. I haven't seen Conjuring or Conjuring Two. Wow. Oh, no, so if if you can do this without giving away spoilers, okay. Please do. If no you problem. can't, if no you problem. can't, it's on me for no, not no having worries, seen no this movie already. So it, they conjure. If you something. could do this without scaring the shit out of me, so I could go to sleep. <laughs> that'd, that'd be cool. If you can't, I mean that's fine. But if you could, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'd be appreciated too. <laughs> So you don't want me to show you the picture of the nun? No. Okay. Oh, we've seen it. We saw okay. it in the Monsters I, episode. I'll, I'll yeah. see a picture of the nun. But we oh, saw it, remember? In the, in the Monsters? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell mon- you. I, I, I didn't make it that episode. Oh, that's right. I've never been. Oh, that's right. We had Funny David on. Yeah. <laughs> that's his name. That's his name. I know. To, to bring up what David brought up on that episode, there is a scene in this movie that for five minutes, the best way I can describe it is totally unnerving that you are literally mm-hmm. at your seat you are bringing your hands closer to your face to cover your eyes because it is th- and these movies are not known for gore these movies are known just for pure terror oh and fear <laughs> yeah she is and that's a wow. cosplayer that, and that's a cosplayer that's a cosplayer doing that, that but that looks exactly like the nun from the, the thing okay. wow Neri just shifted into Un- seat <laughs> the- <laughs> I look for my Disney collection <laughs> <laughs> Disney stuff. look at for, these things for- isn't it <laughs> Jeff is rocking back and forth as he sings The Little Mermaid. Oh <laughs> don't let me be part of your world. Don't let me be part of your world. I don't want to be a poor fortunate soul. I just want to be king. Um, I just can't wait to be king. And there is, the best way to describe it, there is digital cinematography that happens in this movie that James Wan pulls off that is, it blows your mind. It is things I've never seen done with CGI or with, and it's yeah. beautifully rendered, yeah. beautifully done. James Wan, you are a fucking master director. James, James Wan was made just like Guillermo del Toro for horror films. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. were made to direct and do horror films. I, want, I just want to go up to them and be like, show me. Show me on the doll where you <laughs> got touched. where you got possessed. Yeah. Where you got possessed. <laughs> show me on this doll or this, or this slithering thing here this thing <laughs> where you've been touched. And what's cool is if you look up, <laughs> and I mean, I knew because I, like, I'm a fan of the supernatural yeah. and stuff like that. I knew about the Warrens before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's something cool because it's an avenue for people to actually look Learn about the Warrens and their history. Yeah, they, para, they were the first paranormal activity. Yeah, and, and Amity, Amityville ha- Horror. Yeah. They uh, the Amityville House. They're one of the the two that explored yep. it. Oh, I'm you know? Annabelle, when the he, doll. When he, when yeah. he takes off her oh, shirt. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan, yeah. <laughs> Nothing when scary about that. Mm. Slow mo mm. mm. with that beard. Mm. I, I I did I did want to see this as well as as the original. I've only heard good things. Um, so. Yeah, I will tell I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're talking about it now because it's. Uh, I've been on a horror movie kick the last yeah. uh, last like maybe month or two, and um, so I'm I'm gonna add this to my list. It yeah. still hasn't seen Fringe. No, yeah. no, I haven't. I will say it's this. Far, far um, to finish off my 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 point, James Wan does something no other horror director in my mind has ever done. He knows how to tap into primal mm-hmm. fears that do not involve gore, do not involve blood, yep. do not involve sharp objects, does not involve slasher. He knows how to just tap into certain primal, almost child fears that you have mm-hmm. and explo- exploit them and just 
again, edge of your seat watching these movies. Yeah, it's amazing, and they're based on true stories. Yep. This right. was an Demon's actual. Scary. I could have gone without that. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, your number nine. Okay, my number nine is another horror film. Um, I saw this last night, and I absolutely fell in love with the movie. Um, it's Train to Busan. It's a Korean film. Um, you can get it on iTunes. Um, it's a zombie. At its core, it's a zombie film. Um, it takes place on a train. Uh, to, that it's going to Busan. Obviously, it's called Train to Busan. But it, the main story revolves around a father and his daughter, who she's probably like eight years old, mm-hmm. and they're kind of estranged. And it's her birthday, and she all she wants is to go and see her mother. And the father's like, "No, we can do stuff here. We can do stuff here." They, she's like, "No, that's all I want." She doesn't re- like. He buys her a Wii, but she already this has is a, a Wii. Top he doesn't ten realize. list, not a top sib list. Thank you. Sib is at number ten in Korean. Wow. Ooh. wow, look at you. Look at you. World travel. Um and and the film it basically they're on the train and there's an outbreak. And but it's just the way that they pull off the zombies in this, first of all. Mm-hmm. It's a take that I haven't really seen before. The way that they move, the way that the Koreans, when it comes to horror films and, and that type of genre, they do it they really t- well. They take yeah. them in the Japanese or because they, they live it. Because they live or it. Or really bad. Mm, well, they 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 could. I've seen shit where you go, what the fuck, and then other shit was like, wow. Oh yeah, great. I mean, you and know. and it's just and it, it's it's the 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 best part about this movie. I I haven't. This is the first, and I will say this, and I've watched a lot of horror films. This is the first zombie movie that I felt emotional in, and I'm getting a little emotional even now. Okay, because even more of, than like Twenty Days Later. Yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Twenty Days Later. Really you get emotional on Twenty Days Later. There's some. There's, well, there's a couple some parts sad, like like when they're, they're in, the, in the mansion. Yeah. When they're in the mansion toward, at the end. I think of. End. I think the highway yeah. scene. That too. But yeah, there's there's, but there's there's some emotion and this, there's heart this in twenty movie, days later. It's not only that, but then there's like a couple on the, the zombies on the, eat the heart. <laughs> there's a couple on the train that it's a pregnant lady and her mm-hmm. husband. There's like there's there they have every every kind of echelon of society. There's the guy who's the asshole who only cares about himself and 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 it, it it's basically a good character study on how people's change or what they their what how their their actions become because of their self-preservation mentality okay. versus people that actually have care for somebody else or want to protect somebody else and how they go about dealing with the, the this outbreak versus this other guy. And right. the majority of the movie takes place on the train. And so to keep an, a movie, and it's almost two hours, to keep a movie entertaining for almost two hours that's in an enclosed space like that, where the, on a train, it's one aisle, yeah, from the front to the back of the train, but it was like edge of your seat. It was an emotional ride, like the stuff stuff happens in that movie that like you're, and especially as a father, you're like, oh, okay, all right, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, you hear that, yeah. Snowpiercer? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's got a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, again, I know Rotten Tomatoes, but so what is it? Uh, it's it's Train to Busan. B U S A N. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I don't, I don't think that Rotten Tomatoes is the end all be all of um well, we're of, using, of we're judging using Rotten Tomatoes. I'm saying any. I think you're saying critics and movie critics, critics, critics in, general, in general. Yeah. Well, but specifically Rotten Tomatoes because they they do kind of pick and choose which uh which reviews merit being on on their website. You know, there, there are some movies that. You know, are are rated a hundred percent, 
and I know for a fact that there were negative reviews when the movie came out, and those reviews are just thrown away. Well, yeah, I mean to show you, like the audience score for Train to Busan is eighty nine. I think I think that that is a lot more accurate telling. Uh, yeah, if, if if a movie is good or bad, if you kind of like a litmus test. If, if, yeah, there you go. If if you if yeah. you uh, if yeah. you review, um, <laughs> if you if you interview rather uh, the audience when they get out of the out of the theater, you know they they give them the, those scores. You know a a plus to f. You know, if if the audience leaves saying, you know, hey, this was pretty good, I'd give it a, I'd give it an A minus or a B plus, but the critics are saying, you know, hey, you know, twenty three percent, you know, rotten. I'm probably going to go with what the audience is saying here, and not yeah. the critics. Well, and I mean, you've got critics here like Miami Herald. They, Renee? Three out of four. Yeah, Renee. That guy fucking hates movies. Well, he's he gave it a three out of four. Yeah, because this is an artsy fucking movie. No. It's a foreign movie, so it's already artsy for him. <laughs> Just because there's Renee subtitles. fucking hates. I swear that guy. Every blockbuster that comes out, he hates. It's a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. He hates it. I'm like, well, fuck this guy. And then you got like Clark <laughs> Call uh, from Entertainment Weekly. The result is first class throughout. That's what he's. Saying. I'm not. Like, I'm not saying that you need. You need to throw out critic reviews. I'm definitely not saying that. Uh, if a movie does, a if, salt, if a movie man. does get great critical reviews, I mean, you should say, okay, well, maybe I have to pay attention to this and watch it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to like it. And just because a movie got crap reviews doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a I crap movie. Like it Ducks. might be. It might be a bad movie, and it might get bad reviews. But you still might like it. You know. So I, I think you, you, you got to you know take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. yeah. So I, I highly recommend if you get a chance to try to watch it to watch it. Train to Busan. Yeah, I definitely will be watching it soon. All right, uh, David. My number nine is uh, the only documentary on my list, and it is For the Love of Spock, uh, which was uh, f- uh, created by... For the Love of Spock. <laughs> that's, Spock wait, so you Spock, saw it. That's that's Spock, the Spock. that's the theme song. Is it? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Spock, 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 Yes, yeah, so it was. Uh, it was. It was made by his Adam son. Nimoy, his son, uh, Leonard Nimoy's son, and it was the interesting thing about the film is that he, uh, Adam Nimoy, started work on it before his father passed. So there's uh, there's a bit of narration as as the movie progresses, you know, in, in stages from you know his uh, early childhood. You know, through you know his uh, his adolescent years, uh, the the bulk of it, you know, they go through that fairly quickly. The bulk of it, the, the focus is really his work on Star Trek. After uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away, he kind of changed the focus of the film a little bit, and he started including more of his family life, more of the the work that Leonard Nimoy did, and uh, uh, but he still had that that voiceover that his father had done for the film mm-hmm. so he still followed the basic premise but to, to know that this was the last thing that Leonard Nimoy worked on and that it was a film that he was making with his son and to see what um, what a rocky relationship he had with his son was uh, was beautiful. I, I which is not his fault because they're not. No, they usually don't have kids. No, it's it's not uh, it's not his fault. Um, and and I, I Adam Nimoy does a really good job of saying like, listen, he wasn't a perfect father, and I was certainly not a perfect son. And it wasn't until we both kind of got our heads out of our asses that that we kind of came together. So it it is it is. Uh, I think first and foremost, um, a love letter from from a son to his father, mm-hmm. and um, but they're not. You know, Vulcans are not 
the warmest of people, <laughs> the warmest of parents. So. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> That's what I was trying to go with the first time I go. I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't catch like, on. But you man. said it I'm like, oh, that's good. The way you're describing reminds me of uh, each true Hollywood story they did of uh, George Carlin mm-hmm. and uh, how he had to get out of addiction and then rediscover his daughter mm-hmm. and had to ha- get his daughter's help to help um, get his wife off addiction. And it was mm-hmm. a really good, a crazy story, but I'm sorry. I well, I mean, it's... Jacob um, Snake Roberts, the same thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Those 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 was stories that, was where... Was this year? Here before. Oh, oh okay. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Both of me roll. Wait, wait, hold on. We fucked up. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, whether whether you're whether you're a fan of Star Trek or uh, or a fan of Leonard Nimoy in in some of the other work that he's done, um, or or just want to see a really good and truthful, a very honest story about uh, about a father and son. This is a fantastic documentary. Uh, I, I personally love it. I'm not, I don't think of myself as a documentary guy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy documentaries. I hardly ever uh, make the decision to watch a documentary. It's usually something like, hey, do you want to watch this? I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. Usually I'll watch something either either sci-fi or horror mm-hmm. or, or crime and uh, and almost always it's going to be you know uh, something fiction you know not not something you know documentary style or or uh, like like a like a tv documentary thing um this was this was incredible um i i will definitely be watching it again uh i don't think documentaries tend to have uh that sort of factor that rewatchability factor to them once you've seen it you know the story but there's there's so much there there's yeah. so much about leonard nimoy and being a star trek fan for such a long time uh and spock being my favorite character in all of of Star Trek, it uh, it was very very touching. I I was very very moved by it, um, and and I I I hope that that many people out there, not just Star Trek fans, watch it. I know it's been a hit with Star Trek fans, um, but it's uh it's it's really great. His I love this movie. His son appeared on an episode of uh, uh, Big Bang while he was while he was yeah. while he was making the movie. He appeared as himself. As a character who is making the movie for like the epi- it was like the it was like a week after uh, he he passed his okay. father passed so uh, he was interviewing uh, Sheldon Sheldon yeah. in the episode and it was he was playing again himself playing somebody who's interviewing Sheldon for the documentary of that he's that he's making for the love of Spock oh, that's cool so and that very that, meta. that 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 uh, that little bit is in the documentary, mm. and uh, not Chuck Lorre, but um, one of the other uh, creators of the show yeah. has uh, has has some extended uh, time on on this um, on this documentary, and uh, William Shatner's in there. Zachary Quinto knows. Uh, Zachary Quinto's in there. There's, there, Will there's there? no. He's different. He's a different Will. Will um, Wheaton. Shatner? Yeah. No, no. He's 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 not in there. He's next generation. He he is next generation. Why would he be, yeah. be in there? I'm glad you know that. Hey, see, uh, hey. I'm hip. I'm hip. I'm down with the hip and the hop. I'm hip. I'm cool. Yeah. So uh, for for the love of Spock, fantastic, Let me ask, fantastic movie. Um, did you love it? I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask because um, usually when there's a documentary that revisits a hero or someone that you truly adored in your life, you usually have a change or you see something, an aspect that you didn't realize before. Did you feel like that? Did you have any moment? Particular I I have I have read so much about. Leonard Nimoy mm-hmm. and uh, watched so many special features 
in uh, in Star Trek Blu-rays, you know, whether it be so is it like just watching a bunch of stuff that you've already known? I'll, I'll compile no, it to one thing. Not not really. Because That's how if you want to watch documentaries about Rocky, I'm like I've seen everything. There, there, You're just gonna re-edit it to see something different that I there haven't was seen there was a lot in there that I was like, okay, I already knew this, but it had to do directly with Star Trek. The behind this behind the scenes stuff, stuff that was going on with his family, which is where I think the movie really shines. That's a lot of stuff that I didn't know, and no one would know because uh, don't talk about that. exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, <laughs> that's your number nine is for the love of Spock. Uh, I uh, my number nine is uh, a movie that I know for sure is not making anybody else's list, uh, and I stand by it because I don't give a fuck. Is Ghostbusters table? Get the oh. fuck out of here! Yeah, I am gonna get the fuck out of here. I didn't put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You made him so. <laughs> I, like, no, I, I had to go back my in my. I was like, get the fuck out of here. As I'm saying, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, wait, he didn't watch that. Yeah, movie. I, I I didn't see it. Not because I didn't want to. Uh, I just I I didn't get around. To I it. liked that movie a lot. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a um, it's uh, for what it's worth, it's, it is certified fresh. I only bring that up on this movie because of the fact that it got shitted on by the fans, mm-hmm. quote unquote fans, uh, f- f- so hard. Uh, prior to its release that I, I feel as if it being certified fresh is one of the like defenders of like no bitch yeah. hold on and again I'm only bringing up the reviews because it was so negative is this still the most disliked video on YouTube oh, I don't know who cares not sure. uh, until Rebecca Black does another video <laughs> uh, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, you're right this, this, this movie this movie was facing an uphill battle from the moment that it was announced yeah it's almost it was almost um and it had so much writing on it because it was all female cast, right. and da da da. And it, it almost was a you, it couldn't win. Before the movie came out, it was almost to the point where I say almost, but it, it really it, it, it couldn't. I'm like the only way this movie it could uh, win in the sense of all that it had writing on it because it has so much writing on its shoulders. It had you know Hollywood thinking can a movie be um, can a, can a movie uh, be carried by women only mm-hmm. and can I you know what I mean all this existential shit in crap storm that Hollywood's gonna put on the quote unquote success or failure of this movie like it's almost like it has so much writing on it that's like on, on, on but at the end of the day I was like I went to watch this movie in the movie theater I laughed mm-hmm. something I didn't do in, part, in the original Ghostbusters uh, that I love uh, I laughed I enjoyed the movie. I had fun. And when it came out on video, I go, yeah, I want to do that again. My daughter watched it. She loves it. And it's not because she loves it because she's a girl. She loves it because it's fun. My daughter's five. When she saw it, she was four. She wasn't sitting there going like, you know what, dad? All female cast works. I like this movie because it's all women. She's not thinking that. She's watching this movie going like, that's cool. There's ghosts and they're busting it and they're funny and they're slime and that makes me laugh. And that's what the movie was about to me. And I thought the movie was fucking excellent. Well, I, you know, you know, I've I've said it before on Geekmore. Like, I I like the movie also. Yeah, it w- didn't make my top ten because I there's other movies I saw that really had more of an impact for me. But I don't understand the hate for Ghostbusters. The oh, I understand cast. the hate. I mean, I understand the hate. There's male chauvinistic fucking. It. Well, yeah. Some of my very best friends on earth on this earth refuse to watch Ghostbusters because it's all female cast. I'm talking to, about to me, personal friends yeah. of mine that I mm-hmm. that I love dearly 
have flat out told me, I'm not watching that shit. That shit, all fucking chicks, get the fuck out of here. And they're being sincere. Right. Now, so do I understand where the hate is coming from? Yes. Is it reasonable or logical? Okay. No. That's get what, the that's fuck what out of I mean here. That's ridiculous. More. But I understand. Yeah. I understand. It's like when somebody goes, I don't fucking like black people. Oh, I understand. You're an asshole. Right. I completely understand. I don't <laughs> agree with you, but right. you're an asshole. I get right. what you're, I get it. I get it. You're an asshole. You don't like different things. That's on you. I, I Yeah, it, it's... Honestly, to me, and I think I, I told you this, the only issue I actually had with the entire movie was Kristen Wiig. I loved Fucking every, love. I loved every character in that movie. Holtzman was like one, one of my top ten. If we did a top ten characters of 2016, Holtzman's like Holtzman in my top great. five. I, I, I'll i be honest with you. Um, Who played Holtzman? Uh, McKinnon, uh, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon, the blonde. She the is fantastic. One? She's so she good. Was, she was the best. Her, her, to me, because I know some people hated it, but to me, her and Chris Hemsworth were the two best parts of the movie. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, I didn't like in the movie. That's see, I, I and here's the thing, and he loved Kristen uh, or, or 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 Kristen Wiig in it. I didn't. Yeah. Well, again, love is a strong. I, well, I, I think that it, she her thing. Like I never watched the movie going like, oh fucking everything. But I watched the movie and and Hemsworth took me out of the movie a little bit. I was where I was like, wow. Oh. And here's the thing, Chris Hemsworth tweeted this out one time when they said. Somebody, somebody tweeted at them or at the movie Ghostbusters or whatever, but it involved Hensworth where he said, um, there's only really one guy in a fucking movie and he's a complete fucking idiot. How the fuck? What, what's wrong with you people? And then Chris Hemsworth was like, oh my God, isn't it so annoying when the only person representing your gender is a complete idiot? <laughs> and so they did it yeah, on purpose. Right. I get that. I just didn't like them. I just, I think, I think they're, they're too, he went too over the top stupid. Personal opinion. There was a couple lines in there with the show. The oh, I yeah, fucking yeah. oh, I, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, that show was funny. But there were some other lines where I was like, oh, and that, and I tell you this, that in the Bill Murray cameo, which again we talked about on Geek More. I, I wasn't a fan. Of the, I wasn't uh, a fan of the Bill Murray. I, I wasn't yeah. a fan of that. In fact, I I would go as far as to say I thought that should have been cut out of the movie. I think yeah. that would have been. There's no better reason. A there could have been. A, there could have been a better way of using Bill Murray because everybody it, else. It would have been used great as a deleted scene that we never got to see. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great as a deleted scene that wasn't filmed. I. I <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Like the, the the only real qualms was like Kristen Wiig for me, and then kind of the culmination. At the end, you said the bat. You said the fight at the end didn't get. You didn't like the gag. I they did that. I didn't even notice the yeah. gag. Yeah. Oh, my wife, you didn't? I, my wife had to point it out. She, I was like, "What is he talking about that he doesn't like to laugh at the fight?" I'm like, "What are you, what are you talking?" And then she goes, "Oh, the part, the blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh, they did that." Like I wasn't even yeah. didn't even think that that was a thing. But I and I know they. Did. I'm not. Right, right. I had to think about it later on. I'm like, "Oh, that's right, they did do yeah. it." But I just. But like it, it and I, like I do not. I have gone on record in saying I do not like Melissa McCarthy. I don't. And I loved her in that you're movie. You're a fattest. Well, that's that that um. What? You're like a fattest. Spy? You're a fattest, sir. I never. What, saw spy. what movie did you because of her? Spy is right. fucking. But I heard you guys told me it was great. So I that 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 is the reason why I didn't immediately run to go see this movie because I am well, such a. You go run. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> walk swiftly. I can, I can waddle over there. <laughs> um, Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I am I am really 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 not a fan of Melissa McCarthy or Kristen Wiig. I just don't find either of them funny. It's not my brand of humor. I understand that a lot of people find these girls funny. I am, however, a big fan of Kate McKinnon. I really like uh, what I've seen of Leslie Jones yeah. on on SNL. Yeah, and and I really like I I really like Chris Hemsworth and everything I've seen him in. So I I was uh, everything Thor? He's, inclu- he's great as Thor. 
You liked him in Thor? I liked him in Thor. Okay. I'm not saying that I really liked Thor, the movie. Okay. Or well, I like Thor one, Thor two, eh. <laughs> horrible, right? But I um <laughs> yes, just, yes, Raul. Marvel does have some bad movies. Rose, John, no, no, no. I was gonna wait for your stocks. I have a comment, but so, uh, ahead, but I, I didn't, I didn't immediately flock to this movie because I really don't like those two girls, and uh, it had nothing to do with the fact that it was uh, an all female cast. It was because I really like half of the female cast. Um, I just, I, I will make some time to watch it at some point. Sigourney Weaver's in it. Well, I ha- a, I and I'm a huge, I was a huge fan of her. I'm glad that they brought her back for the movie. I, ha- I have it on iTunes. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll make some time for it. At, but that's the extended cut. I, I wish I didn't have the extended cut because curse, there's cursing. And stuff. Well, yeah. Raul, go ahead. Because if I was, to, if oh. I can make a comment really quick. No. On, okay. Next question. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh wow. On the effect <laughs> this movie has that I saw and it really made me happy as a person. As a person that, that evaluates and looks at cosplay, photographs cosplay. For a long time now. COS, You know, you guys know. You guys know. Ghostbusters is a very prevalent one. And you always see guys, the fucking packs and everything. This year was the first year I saw Ghostbusters cosplay that did not involve a fucking pack. And it was a lot of girls dressed as Holtz. And it gave me fucking hope for the nerd world that we can at least expand and let other entities and other genders or pan genders, whatever, into doing and mixing the mixing the fandoms it's, it's just it's a nice yeah, we, it, it's mm-hmm. great to see it like we saw female hellboys when yes, I was helping you out yes. taking photos at the convention like Gosh, we saw female dumb. like cross <laughs> just, Jesus, <laughs> just Jesus like every other guy watching fucking Ghostbusters female hellboy that would never happen to further to further that's that. not even real bro <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> to further that point, Raul, I uh though I tend to not like women remakes or reboots. <laughs> I love women. Yeah. Uh though I though I tend to not like remakes and reboots as much as the originals, I don't think that it takes anything away from the original. No, it does not. Because if you like the original, go on liking the original, right? If anything, it brings a new generation I, to... And I, I agree entirely yeah. that, you know, for, for a whole new generation of people, uh, Ghostbusters is now something that isn't just for boys. Yep. So it's... Uh, Can we go back to the good old days? No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. We're let's make, trying, America, let's make America great again. At the end of this well, weekend. We're almost at <laughs> we will. But um, but yeah, I'm it, dying for that to happen. By the way, the inauguration. I was just supposed to meme of the fucking of the scar scene. And, and <laughs> <laughs> this is what's happening right now. <laughs> the scar, the hyenas fucking yeah. hailing Hitler. Like, this is what's happening right now. People. Be prepared for the coup of a century. <laughs> <laughs> Be prepared for sensational news. <laughs> a shining new era. Oh Stop is tiptoeing near Now when can we feature? Just listen to teacher. Wrong. Listen. <laughs> uh, so uh anyways, Ghostbusters is my number nine. Uh I I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh I saw this I own it and I've seen it three times on video and I saw it once in the movie theater and again a good uh barometer uh for whether or not yeah. I I, you're bringing the whole lab out here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is, got a thesaurus for Christmas. <laughs> is, is I, I watched the movie again and again, and uh, I got to be honest with you. There's uh, I'm thinking of there's two movies on this list uh, that I haven't seen multiple times, and that's because they're still in theaters or they were in theaters when I saw them. Mm-hmm. So uh, my point is, uh, it's, it's a good way of telling whether or not I like the movie. And I like the I like Ghostbusters, man. I just liked it. I don't know what to tell you. Awesome. That's all right. Awesome. All right. So uh, that's my number nine. Uh, eight. 
Uh, my number eight, I don't know if I'm going to have to table it further, is, is Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Fucking table further? Table. Okay, okay no worries. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to get shit from somebody here for this pick, but I, I watched this movie with my wife over the weekend, and I absolutely fell in love with it, and it's Sing Street. Table. I've never heard of Sing Street. You should. You gave him crap on the chat when he put Sing Street over another movie that I'm sure is on your list. Uh, it wasn't about Sing Street. It was about him not putting oh, it the movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, don't even I, remember. I, I, I don't I even I remember that it. conversation. I'm not denying that I did that, but okay. I'm saying it wasn't about Sing oh, okay. Street. Okay. That's about, where I thought it was. No, it was like okay. well, you, if you're if you're gonna pick this over X movie, whatever, I'd be like, I don't know what's uh, okay. But all right, so Sing Street. Yeah. Um. All right, my number eight. Wait, I, yeah, I got tabled. Yeah, yes. oh, okay. Uh, my number eight is one that I am fairly certain is going to be tabled as well, and that is The Jungle Book. Table, please. All right. Uh, my number eight is Star Trek Beyond. Table. Wow. Table. Nice. No, that was quick. <laughs> that was a quick round. Yeah. Nice round. Also, right. thank you. <laughs> uh, my, uh, well, I could have bought it. <laughs> What are you saying? Thank you. Thank you for putting it on your list. Oh, I'm going to say- no, no, I, I, I had it before oh. we started our family share. Okay. We got tables so. on. Uh, yeah. All right. So number seven, it's probably going to get tabled. Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. We can talk about Jungle Book now. Yeah. No, no one else put Jungle Book. It's honorable. It was either it was oh. either Star Trek Beyond or Jungle Book. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for putting Star Trek Beyond in that go. case. Uh, all right. Yeah. So let's let, right let's go let's go Jungle Book. Okay. Um, guys. It, <sighs> I know some people, and we were talking about this with the remakes. Some people have animosity towards these live-action Disney remakes. Jeff, um, what? This you don't movie. like remakes? He that he said live-action Disney, but you don't remakes. like remakes. Yeah. So why would there be a, a there's so there out of that whole slice out of the whole pie of remakes the slither that you're okay with is the Disney live action remake. This was an honorable mention for me. Um, but my point is, I, in, yeah. as a genre, remakes you don't like if they do it well. Then shut up. Then just say, <laughs> that you, don't, then just say you like the movie or you don't like the movie. I did. I'm saying I'm you don't like genres in general, and you've said so plenty of times. There's there's a lot of movies. Episode it's, one. No, you're right. Of there's a Geek lot of Moore movies called yeah. What's Up Geeks. You came out and said remakes are dumb. Yeah. To those certain extent, yeah. I don't remember yeah. what the words. I mean, I I tend to agree with you in that remakes tend to be dumbed down versions, watered down versions of the originals, but. I think that there are some that, you know, merit being made. I'm super excited, even though I was going to give it a shot because of Momoa, that The Crow got got shut down. Because mm-hmm. oh, there's so movies, oh, there, but there's like, there's certain movies. They got shut down? Yeah. Fuck I'm man. sorry, Jeff. They said they might restart it again, but I was all in when it was Momoa. I was like, okay, I can I can deal with him, but... Um, I just want to say a good one. I don't... Like remakes, like the Jungle Book. You guys, you guys. I mean, you guys have it on your list. I have it as an honorable mention for me. It's an honorable mention. It was. It would have been my number eleven. Beautiful. It's such a thing. It, yeah, it was. It. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. movie. But you guys, you have the it on problem your list, so with me. The reason why I didn't make my list, and I'll let you guys talk about why, how great it is, because it is, is I did not see that movie in theaters, and when I came out on video. I saw it with a five-year-old or four-year-old at the time jumping on me back and forth. Yeah, so you couldn't really enjoy it. So yeah. I enjoyed the movie, but, but that's for not, her, that's not, not, the, not for you. That's not the reason. That's not the way you watch a movie. 
Like, right. I'm always surprised when people, and Dave is one of those people, and I get it. Everybody's different. Everybody lives different lifestyles. I'm always surprised when people go, oh, yeah, I saw uh, half of it yesterday. I'm going to watch the second half today. And I'm like, I, I can't do that. No, I, I, I don't do that. Well, you watch it in pieces. You watch Creed no. that way. You watch Creed that way. No, I didn't. You said that you watched a part of it at work, and then when your students came back, you had to stop watching it. I did not because it was a teacher work day. Okay, but you said something to You that, said you something said about that an extent. I remember you that conversation. You did say, I'm going to watch the, the- Oh, you're right. I did have to go work for about an hour. Okay, so yeah. I'm not crazy. Yeah, I'm like, wait, yeah, you just you're right, said you're right. My, my mistake. So yeah. my point is, again, uh, and again, everybody's different. They live yeah. different lives. They live. I don't. Not, I don't like to do that. Out of necessity, sometimes I have to. Sure. Yeah. Again, yeah. like I said in my disclaimer, totally different mm-hmm. people live different lives. Yeah. Not everybody stays in a cabin for 18 hours a day doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> so I get it. But I just even before I worked on cruise ships, mm-hmm. even before I went away and traveled so much, I was just like, no, I'm gonna watch a movie. I'm gonna sit down and watch a movie, and that's it. Um. So the when I watched The Jungle Book, even though I was able to acknowledge that the movie's incredible, I wasn't able to enjoy it as much because I was like, and then I watched it again, and the second time I watched it, I watched it in its entirety, but it's still not the my, same. My yeah. thing with The Jungle Book is that I could hey, it's number 11. If yeah. I would have had 11 picks, that yeah. would have been my number. Like, I got honestly, The Jungle Book, Don't Breathe, Train to Busan, and The Jungle Book, to me, were the interchangeable ones that I had mm-hmm. because... But I ended up going with the two that I did because I was pretty sure nobody else had them on their list, and I wanted those names to get out there. Yeah, no, of course. Because I wanted it. I want people if it sounds like something interesting. Better for to variety, them. you know. To exactly. Talk about and something it's, else. it's yeah. true to who you are. You, love yeah, horror, I love bro. horror films. So, but like but, you didn't pick a movie that go. Eh, it's all right. Right. You picked movies that you love. Yeah. What? Uh, what I? <laughs> what I really? What I really? What I really I like loved, the whole movie. Not I love the whole movie, not half of it. <laughs> what 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 I really loved about the Jungle Book. Sometimes I look at is, him and I go, I don't think he notices what's happening. <laughs> I, sometimes I notice him and I'm like, is he like Dax, where it's just, like going right over? <laughs> Nothing goes over my head. I will I catch it, catch it too my, fast. Um, I what 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 I really truly loved about the Jungle Book is how John Favreau was able to stay true to the original Disney animated film mm-hmm. and st- be even truer to Rudyard Kipling's original novels. Yes. That blew my mind that at the same time, I was thinking, this is so much like the animated movie. Oh, my God, this is so much like the novel. Kipling is one of my favorite writers. Uh, I've read uh, the first Jungle Book yeah. uh, at, at least two or three times. Uh, the second Jungle Book, I only read once. Uh, but that's I, I love that story. Mowgli's story is so good. And I think that Favreau topped the animated film, the nostalgia wow. that I, yeah. the nostalgia uh, that I feel uh, for the agree. animated film will never go away. Yes. If I had to choose to watch one, it would probably be the Jungle Book for how it reminds me of my childhood. But which is the better film? Speaking of Blue, this one, hey, Blue. this one is the better movie. There is, uh, there's only one thing I would change about the movie, and it's it's uh it's it's such a minor thing. It doesn't even bother me. But it would just be something that I would take away from the film, and that's uh, King Louis's um, King Louis musical number, uh, n- done by Christopher Walken. Done by Christopher Walken, amazingly. Yeah, I right. love it. It's yes. fantastic. It seems out of place in the film. It seemed to me like they tried to just you know fit it in there because it's such an iconic song. Yes. When when Baloo sings the Bare Necessities, it makes sense, it's, right? It's because because yes. Baloo is talking about how everyone has a song. Mowgli has never heard music before, and so he's explaining what song is, what music is to him, and it's a it's a beautiful number. And Baloo's spirit comes out yes. right there. Yeah. Um, 
the uh, the the one with King Louis felt a little forced, and they include it at the end of the movie over the credits yes. when 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 the book is opening, and I think that's where it should have been. Uh, so I could have done without the musical number there. But it's not that it was bad. Yeah. It just for a moment it sucked me out of the movie. I said, "Oh yeah, I I, I don't I don't I know if that should be there." It's Christopher Walken singing. And no, I love just... that. I absolutely love that because I, I loved him in Hairspray. Yeah, yeah. And he and you know I, yeah I don't like we've talked about this. You've you've brought this up before. I don't even remember if it's on podcast anymore, but I know you've brought this up to to us. We've talked about this before. I I that part didn't. I remember you told me before I saw it, you go, "Oh, there's a part that sucked me out of the movie." Yeah. And I was kind of like waiting for it. I was kind of watching mm-hmm. for a part. Mm-hmm. The only thing that sucked me out of the movie it, was a four year jumping on top of me it, did, that, like, hey, it didn't bother anyone else but Stephanie and and me from from the people that I've spoken that, to that should go yeah, tell you something I, I don't necessarily that the only other me. person that bothered was your wife that should tell you something <laughs> that you're not yeah, correct uh, but, but, but like like I said or every, how everything, connected your wife are uh, well yeah thank you Raul um, anything uh, Gee, am I gonna say anything that's not gonna get an eye roll today did you did you get that from the first half of La La Land <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything everything else about the movie or was absolutely fantastic. Uh, King Louis size the the yeah. fact that he was so gigantic that, did not bother me. That I don't did know not bother if, me at all. Know. And the because it gave you that great King Kong like yeah. uh, scene afterwards, which was so good. Cool. I don't know if it if I would go as far as to say it took me out of the movie his size, but I would say. That I was surprised. By. Yeah, it bothered I, I was, me. A I, was bit. I don't know if it bothered me, but I would say I remember going like, "How fucking big is it?" Like I literally like looked over to my side to talking to nobody, going, "How big is this fucking gorilla? Like how big is this orangutan? <laughs> I mean, God damn, he's, he's he's big. He's bigger than the bear." Okay, yeah. make, you can make him bigger than a bear, and not big, make him the size of a building. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, there is like, an how in did between. Get back into that temple. There, there, <laughs> there is an in between. There's not like right. No, I, I got you. He he was huge. He was huge. Uh, it didn't. He's bigger didn't than King me. Kong in Kong. Yeah, that's true. Probably. Yeah. yeah probably. No, because King Kong in Kong was like yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> King Kong was the size of Baloo. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's pretty big. Um, so yeah, um, I, I I I loved I loved everything about this movie, man. Oh. And, and you're you're right. For for me, the Disney. Uh, live action films uh, have been uh, hit and miss. Um, you didn't like Herbie the Love Book? I have the original. I have not, uh, with the new live action, ver- I have not found a movie that I didn't like. I will go on record and say I have not seen the new Alice. The second one, the looking through mm-hmm. the looking glass. Mm-hmm. I did like the first one, though. I know you did it. Uh, no, no, it, it's not that I. Uh, well, I didn't like and it, by but, the way, but the, I didn't. I did not like one. it. It was for me. It was very meh. And I'm a big Tim Burton fan. Uh, but for me, it, it I I can take it or leave it. Uh, and then the the only other one that I I didn't. Well, I was holding on to. Yeah, I know. Let it let him wait. I'm still talking. Um, <laughs> the, the other the other one that that I I didn't care for it not because it wasn't a good movie because as a movie it's fantastic. Everything about it is really really good except for the fact that it changes the story of the original is Maleficent. I love that movie. And it's a great movie, but it, it changes everything. I, I don't about, about that. sleeping. But Sleeping Beauty is one of my favorite Disney movies, and Maleficent mm, is. My my favorite Disney Maleficent villain. Maleficent made me w- want to like Sleeping Beauty because I don't like that movie. Oh no! Because See, I, I, I'm opposite perspective. I, I, but I love Maleficent. I thought that movie was great. I think it was. This is the movie that they should have done sixty odd years ago. Is they should have written a 
a more complex movie than I just I'm not invited to the party well fuck you then like <laughs> hold on man this is that, you, but I love that about her, about her in, in Sleeping Beauty that she is so evil that for seemingly no reason she's going to murder a baby I mean that's that's crazy that I, I love that and they took that away from her in, in Maleficent they, they yeah, took they added they, depth no, they didn't. Yeah, no, add they de- added depth. They added. Well, they, yes, they they, they they added depth, but they took away what made her so evil, and that that was that was the the big issue that yeah, I had. Was King Stephen was, King Stephen was no longer. Look, we're not know, talking about um, a 2014 movie, so right. we're gonna right. move on. So, so a- a- anyway, what were you this this is the best live action Disney movie. Uh, everything about it is absolutely perfect, except for like I said, uh, I I I can do without the King Louis musical number in the film, not over the credits, over the credits, it's perfect. Um, Raul. Go ahead, Raul. Really quick, if we can harken back. The movie that should not get the shit it gets this year is Alice Through Looking Glass. I saw that movie a few nights ago. Bro, that movie is fucking amazing. It blows the water out of the original. Which I, uh, which I'm I'm, I'm choking. I like the original a lot. I I wanted to not like it because Fucking something with Johnny Depp in the makeup. I'm like, God, that, come on, man. Fucking, can, please, yeah. please, just fucking he, play a regular like a, role. He looked like a rapey. I film. actually enjoy like, but I liked the part. Like, I liked the original. So if you, the girl that played Alice was awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. She was fantastic. She's a great actress. Um, that the, 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 the White Queen was. It does great. not deserve the. I think it has like a thirty percent rating on. It does not deserve it. It. Oh, we'll talk it, about it. It is a little crazy. It's a little crazy about the little. CGI. <laughs> but if you can get past. <laughs> I know. No, I was gonna have a stroke. I know. All right. I know. <laughs> I know. I know the house I'm in. I know the house. <laughs> okay. Um, it, so, if you get past the CGI in Alice, it's it's wonderful. The CGI in Jungle Book is it's, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. phenomenal. Be- I mean, just a, everything. Truly, kid, a work of art. But the kid is animated. Yeah, the and the mud, and, and a little and bit of the mud. mud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mud. But and and the voice acting, so. So good. I, I that's what I'm, I'm gonna. gonna I'm, to I'm gonna in. be f- really. I'm gonna be really sad because I know they're not gonna nominate him. Idris Elba deserves a fucking Oscar. That's, oh, what, I, that's yeah. what I've been waiting oh, for. Yeah. Shao Kahn. Oh yeah. He does his villainy. Mortal Kombat. Shao Kahn. Sorry. I was like, sorry guys. See, I'm taking anybody. Three letters. Three letters off. I'm sorry guys. Well, he's a different. That's a different. Like they're both villains. Whatever. He took somebody's life, like his soul, like some green shit. Really interesting. I love when Baloo did the bicycle kick. <laughs> and then and then Bagheera did the nut punch, <laughs> and then signed an autograph and threw the. Paper. Oh my god! But Idris Elba's villainy is emanates through his voice so beautifully. One of two in movies movie. that he was a phenomenal villain in. And it's just yeah. been tabled. It's yeah, just yeah. it's just but fucking amazing, and then like it kills I, me. I, I love the it. gender swapped. Uh, yes. Ka. Yes, with uh, with Scarlett Johansson as Ka, that was her voice was so awesome. Sexy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It fits. I would let her, it would let her wrap herself around me. Yes, yes, that fits Ka so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice, nice reference. You. And there's nothing. I mean, the, the movie's beautiful, guys. Yeah, no, it's truly, Khan, I, I, I didn't think I could hate an animal. Yeah, and and, and you did. A beautiful animal. You don't think you can hit animals? Tiger. Well, no, not animals. Like like a movie, like a creature like that. Like even Cujo, I wasn't like, I know the dog's just crazy. I don't hate right. him. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you don't hate Cujo? You're, you're that guy? He's a rabbit dog. Come on, guys. Let's take it easy. It's not his fault. 
It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's his fault. But Shere Khan doesn't take care of him. It is his fault. Yeah, Shere Khan just isn't like that. That first scene at the watering hole, you know right then and there, this guy is fucking horrible. I am going to say this. I am going to I am gonna disagree with you there. I saw Shere Khan... I saw Shere Khan as a tremendous villain, but when you see how his face is fucked up, you see when he does that talk at the watering hole and he talks about how bad men man are, are man is, yeah. and that that man cub will be a man one day and how bad humanity is I was the one going no 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 he's right no, know, let, no. let's hear him oh, out we're not, let's hear him but out we're not, yeah we're not saying that we're not saying but that. he's not evil for the sake of being evil my point is he's he, he, he's a villain because he believes in his point of view and his point of view isn't incorrect. No, it's not. It's, it's, he's wrong to want to kill every human. Right. But he's well, and, correct and look, in yeah. his fear And look what Mowgli men. does in trying to fight off uh, Shao Kahn, sure. right, is he, he burns the jungle. Right. But then, you know, but so he, he is in a way proven right. I agree with you, but Shaka Khan, he has... Like, <laughs> I was, I God, that's my next one. That was my next one. I was like, all right, here's my next one. I was waiting when you said it. I was like, all right, I got Shaka Khan in the loaded. I got it loaded in the gun. I was like, all right, and when Jeff is done, I'm going to say, oh, he said it. He said it. He said it. All right. But, um, but no, like... Um, when he when, calls him out, he goes, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. <laughs> I, come and get Shaka, Shaka, Shaka Khan. Um, Shaka, Shaka Khan. But, um... I you understand that, but then he starts killing for the sake of killing. No, no, he starts killing to get Moby. Right. Mobley. Well, yeah, but they told him. They told him. The wolves tell him he's gone. He's gone. We we sent him back. The fact the and fact was that like, no, Wrath of Khan you. was defied. The fact that <laughs> right. Wrath of Khan was defied, and and that, and that's that's why he's a villain. It's not because he's trying to protect the jungle against humanity. Because that's the excuse that he's using to rule with an iron fist. Yeah. It's the fact that he was defied, that he goes on on this murder streak, you know, which makes him Wrath of Khan. And that's why Donkey Kong is such a good villain. <laughs> <laughs> what a reach. What a reach. Yeah. 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 It's Fuck Khan. you guys. I, I would have accepted, accepted James Khan, <laughs> Scott Khan. Oh, no, that's good one. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Raul. Fuck. God damn it, right, Come on, Sean. Con Chung. Two Kung Fu. Like you could have. Oh my God. Yeah. So all right. Well, well. Thanks for for killing the discussion. All right. Uh, uh, but but we've been going on for a little number seven. All right. So that was number seven, right? Yeah. Yes. Ten, that was nine, your role. Eight. That was yours. Number seven. seven. That was my number seven. Yes. All right. My number seven is Hidden Figures. What the fuck is that? I really wanted to watch I mean, this. Hidden movie. Figures is the biopic well, of the three. What? Go go go! Keep talking. Okay, uh, African American women that worked at NASA. They okay. were and they were <laughs> came out in 2016, December 2016. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, let me check. Go keep on keep talking. Yes, I checked this. Um, <laughs> Hidden it, figures. Yeah. And and it's I don't know at any point in the movie did any one of them go we ain't you, found shit no but no but one of them and <laughs> hey, you found those hidden figures <laughs> but, we ain't found shit <laughs> but one of them said I can see fine in every color somebody actually said that um, but that, that was in the trailer yeah <laughs> but um, I never heard of this movie yeah and it's no it's, it's awesome movie and it's um it's basically they they helped John oh, Glenn release date January six two thousand seventeen bro no it, no it's de- I just it's checked December. it out December twenty that's wrong I'm reading it. I, I right. just looked on Wikipedia. Oh, in that case, let's not look at IMDb. That let's look at Wikipedia. Something that can be changed by the Wikipedia user. has but two I, release dates: one for December tenth, 
and it's probably limited and then limited, limited, so limited, it's a it limited probably a limited release, release December 10th so if it's a limited release being release. the premiere or is it the because limited release means the premiere or is it the general re- or is it the general release it says there's one release at December 10th and one release at December 25th on Christmas Day mm-hmm Okay. Yeah, because then like Rotten Tomatoes has January 6, 2017. But that's like the three. date that, that IMDb has. Is January that, that, 6, that might be wide release. Yeah, it says wide. Yeah. Yeah. So Look, it, limited it was, release. That's what it says here. IMDb says limited release December 25th, 2016. Canada, US, Hungary, Italy. Uh, I'm sorry. Canada, US, January 6th. Italy, January 19th. It goes through all the countries here. So I'm not going to go. Right, fuck I don't this. make the decisions around here, but I think if there is anything that says release date, whether it's a limited release, wide release, general release, whatever it may be, uh, if there is a release date in 2016, it should count. Yeah. Well, that's what that's the way I. I was just double I checking, it. but it was, okay. he's good. Um, in my but, eyes, he's fair. But it's um, it it's basically them there, and and the Russians have already launched. Sputnik. You know, Sputnik. So everybody's scrambling at NASA. Kevin Costner's in the film. He plays so like the head he plays like the head of the department that's trying to figure out all the, the mathematical portions of how to and get the John guy, Glenn. The guy from Scream Queens plays John Glenn, yeah. right? Yeah. And awesome. and um <laughs> Jim and then, Parsons is in it. So like Jim Parsons, yeah, he plays the asshole that is against like Taraji P Henson being in there because like racist ta- is ta- it racist yeah Taraji uh, Taraji P Henson nothing like a gay man in Hollywood playing they basically <laughs> <were> first- <laughs> <laughs> the thing is and the thing is is that they um, that's called real acting folks yeah and the thing yep. is is that they 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 show how they had a group in the basement of black, of black women that were mm-hmm. they called them the colored computers. Yeah, that's what they referred to them as, and they were mathematicians. They were mm-hmm. people well, that, you that know, did. when you get a Mac, it's white, and then when you get like I am like a IBM, they're black. they're colored, they're black. Right. <laughs> No, all right. That's what color erasers? But um, <laughs> is, is, is IBM stand for I black machine? <laughs> God, I'm a black machine. Yeah, I'm a black ad machine. <laughs> oh, machine. But yeah, that if is you don't want to count hidden so figures. Sorry. Like, <laughs> That's fucking terrible. I'm a black ad machine. Gonna kiss me not, bro. <laughs> bro. I don't think I'm gonna be able to shit tonight. Yeah. My ass is so tight right now. <laughs> I mean, if, if you guys don't want to count hidden figures, I can put junk. No, 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 oh, no, 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 totally. no, totally. I, I will just I. I Personally, I wouldn't have if I would have seen that. But I would look up IMDb. I don't Wikipedia. I look up IMDb because they tell you the release date of all of them. So that's what I'm saying. But that's why when I originally when you said it, I go, oh, I, I didn't go, I didn't look up this movie to verify the release date. I went to look at this movie like I've never heard of it. Okay. Let me go look it up. And then as I'm scrolling, it says the, I'm like, oh wait, this isn't all right. I don't really care, man. But it's it's. It sounds like an interesting movie. It's, it's phenomenal. If I've never heard of it, I'm sure there's listeners that haven't heard of it, and that this would be a good and, and time to bring it up. It's it's you know it, it kind of they 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 talk they show you the the issues that are going on in time. You've got like um, it's Taraji P Henson, it's Janelle Monae, the singer, and Octavia Spencer. Uh, great Tar- great cast. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Janelle Monae plays an engineer. Um, Taraji P. Henson plays a... I gotta be honest with you, there's a lot of black people here and, and this cast. I'm looking at IMDb and I don't see Tyler Perry anywhere. Really <laughs> but Cottonmouth is in it. Cottonmouth is in it. Help me out. It's this guy from, um, from Big Bang Theory, isn't it? No? Yeah, Jim, Jim Parsons. Parsons. Yeah, Jim Parsons. Parsons. Yeah. Welcome to the conversation. I apologize. That he... I, apologize. I, don't know <laughs> their, I don't know their actor names. Forgive me. He... Christ. 
<laughs> the canary's face. Jesus. Five minutes. No, ago. guys, your your thing didn't skip and rewind. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's looking at right. their yeah. fucking. Everybody's looking but, at their listening device, going like, "What the fuck? Happened? We just talked yeah. about this. What happened?" But it's it's such a great movie, and then like, and the thing is, it's 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 cool to see, you know, how because it's the true story of of what they did, and like one of the one of one of the girls, uh, Octavia Spencer, she's like the head. Of oh, the, she's the one that makes the pies. <laughs> Yeah, the, the oh my god! Oh, she's the head what of are you, the fattest. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no that's for the, the help. help. The movie yeah. the help. Uh, she made a shit. Oh, pie. that's right. She she is the one that makes the yeah. shit pie. I'm not fucking wrong. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I'm not really. Hold on. Even even though I'm joking, I'm not clearly oh just god. saying. I thought. I thought. I got. I got confused. Vi- Viola Davis is the one who does that. You was kind. You was you was smart. You was important. Right. I don't know, I remember shit pies. Yeah, but, I um, thought she was the same one that did the shit pie. I, I only saw the movie once. Great movie. But Jim Norton had the best tweet when she won an Academy Award. Said Octavia Spencer when he when she won they were live tweeting the Academy Awards. Said Octavia Spencer, I'd rather eat one of her pies than fuck her. <laughs> God, <laughs> Jesus oh, God, Christ! Jesus. <clears throat> That's Jim Norton. That wasn't me, but yeah. that was hilarious. But it's, <laughs> it's, I wish it it's such a it's a, it's a it's a great movie. It's I highly recommend it. It's one of the um, I almost put it higher on my list. Um, because it really was a, a phenomenal film to watch. I wasn't bored at any point. It was cool to see. And then it's, they have footage from the actual oh, launches. Okay. And, and it's, it's, it's a cool his, uh, time period piece, like yeah. a history piece. Um, so I highly recommend that. Hidden Figures. Awesome. Cool. It's definitely a movie I'm going to watch. All right. Sure. Uh, David. Uh, my number seven is uh, the only horror movie to make my, uh, my list. And it is Green Room. That's honorable mention for me. I'm sorry, I didn't get to see it. Uh, to this, see it. this this is a great movie. Well, let me rephrase that. Having got to see it would would seem as if I'm implying you're you're, 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 you're trying to. You're well, this not, is a, yeah. see, I w- this is another one. I don't consider. It a, I don't think it would be a horror movie. It's 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 classified as a horror movie right. everywhere you check it out. But really, it's a it's a psychological thriller. Yep. Uh, I guess in the same way. Um, uh, what, what was your, the the first pick? Don't that breathe. You had? Don't, don't breathe. breathe. Right. In the same way that don't breathe is. Um, it. It landed. Is it wrong? Every time I hear "Don't breathe," I just think about that Peter, uh, uh, from from Family Guy. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it uh, it landed with me particularly because um, since since I since I am in a in a, in a rock and roll band, and the story follows Naked Vengeance, uh, Naked Vengeance, right? Uh, shameless plug. Uh, it follows a punk band. Who is uh, you know struggling to you know to, to get food on the road? Uh, I, I kind of identified with these uh, characters. I'm looking at you. I don't think you've uh, struggled to get food. No, <laughs> th- <laughs> no, but I, having a brother, no, I understand no, that. No, no, but but we have all packed into a van right. and and driven around the state. David's like, look, shows here I don't have money for a hotel, but I got money for food. Like, I'll, right uh, I'll sleep on the fucking street. I, ain't, I I'm not gonna go hungry. I'll tell you. That uh, right it's funny because it's true. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> you don't have to convince us. And um, there's, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, I'm just kidding. Savage. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Sorry, I have to spread it. I have to spread the love. Uh, great cast. Um, Anton Yelchin. This is his second to last. movie. The second to last passed. movie that he made. Um, and I. I, I absolutely loved his character. Who's yeah. that on your Yeah. Uh, uh, he Chekhov. plays Chekhov, Chekhov in the new Star Trek movies or played. Oh, that's Chekhov. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Patrick Stewart uh, uh, uncharacteristically plays a bad guy. And he's a great bad guy. And so what happens is this punk band uh, ends up in a neo Nazi skinhead bar. And they have to fight their way out of the bar because yep. they uh, they Witness happen the they happen upon uh, I'll tell you what it is they, 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 they happen upon the after uh, the fallout of a crime 
And I so, didn't see this movie. I'm the one that 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 pointed David to. Uh, so there. Uh, oh, so you didn't see it? I did see it. Oh, you did. See I did see it. it. Right. Oh, that's right. We had a conversation about it. Yeah. So there's. So there's a fallout of something that happened. The fallout of something that happened. They the witness it. 2016 uh, they're, election. Uh, right. <laughs> and and so so they're 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 tried. All that um, to be like, hey, uh, make America great again in a skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they they have to try to find a way to escape this place where they're being uh, where they're being held hostage, and uh, and it leads to some. Uh, the really interesting about this movie is that though there is a good deal of violence, the gore is never the focus. It's um, which which in horror movies today, it's all about the gore, yes. right? It's all about how much blood there was, how how ridiculously sick. It's all about it that gore, about some, that gore. There's some gross gore. parts. Oh, there there is, yeah, yeah. There's there's one scene in particular uh, where uh, with, with the box cutter, mm-hmm. where I was yep. like, I was like, oh god, you know. And I I found myself doing that a couple mm-hmm. of times throughout the movie, but almost always, whatever violence was going on was either off to the side of the screen or out of focus or it was so fast that it never let you really dwell on it so much because it wasn't it wasn't about the violence it wasn't about the the gore it was about the fear of that happening mm-hmm. so i think i think that the the film uh, the the director did such a good job yes. at relaying that fear and the movie made me feel terrified mm-hmm. while I was watching it and yep. and not because you know there was some you know huge guy in a mask who was coming at me with a machete but because of the Let me ask you a question. Does the huge guy part really bother you, or is it just a guy, in a, like any guy, any size guy in a mask with a machete coming at you? Who's if he's either really tall, bless you, or really short, I guess it would be <laughs> funny. If he's shorter than me, that's scary as well. All right. Yeah. So Peter Dinklage. <laughs> That's fucking terrifying. That's terrifying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the only one I can think of shorter than you. Peter <laughs> I can't think of many people shorter than me either. Uh, all right. So, green uh, so the, the uh, green room, fantastic, fantastic. We some really good music, awesome music in there. Uh, great acting, great dialogue, uh, and any chance that I can get to watch Patrick Stewart in something, I'm gonna fucking take it. And that's that's really what drew me to the movie. It was Patrick Stewart and uh, Anton Yelchin, and the fact that it, it was like 96 percent fresh or something yeah. like that. Yep. I was like, oh wow, okay, you know, horror movies never are rated fresh. So, um, awesome, awesome movie. You have seen it watch it um you know uh i think i think right now it's on itunes for like five bucks or ten bucks or something like that so um might not be by the time this comes out mm-hmm. but you know check it check it out and people will sometimes forget that patrick stewart is a true thespian he grew up on the stage shakespearean of, yeah nice super shakespearean i mean excalibur i can go on and on a list of movies that he's done um that movie that you're talking about reminds me of another movie I saw this year, which didn't make my list. I don't think it's going to make anyone's list. It's a movie but, you, called, but you're going to talk about it anyway. I'm just going to mention a name. It's, uh-huh. it's a good movie. It's called Hush. And oh, uh, guess what I just watched last night? You thought you did? Yes, I did. Okay. Which one? Hush. Hush. You would not want to see it. No. Definitely not you. Would I, I want to see it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, is, actually, that actually... Right, it's not on the list, though. Since since we're only limited to four, three or four honorable mentions, that's not an honorable mention for me. But it's it's, it's in my. I top just 20. remembered it now from listening to your description of Green. Nice. De- deaf girl in a cabin. Oh yes, killer you, outside you, you the did, house. You did tell me about yeah. this. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> oh Jesus oh Christ! Was that? 
Oh my god. That's all I got. Oh shit. Well, there we go. There go the there go the deaf listeners. I don't want to. We already got the black people. We got the deaf. I just realized I'm trying not to laugh because I don't want to offend the deaf listeners, but they're not going to hear it. Oh my god. Fuck. Jesus, can you get to your number eight? Welcome to the last episode of Woo Bro. Neri, go ahead. Your number seven. Yeah, I had hidden figures. Remember, I'm cool with black people. <laughs> I'm just laughing at somebody getting offended, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Come on!" If you listen to Woo Bro and you're a fan of Woo yeah, Bro, that, yeah, it's- listen. Uh, look at my former co-host. Anything that he said in the past, if this is the one I'm pushing you off, that's a good point. Ooh. <laughs> uh, my, uh, you're gonna start seeing a uh, a Table trend, a trend, a trend uh, coming up now. Oh, here we go. Uh, my number uh, ten, nine, eight. So my number seven is Kung Fu Panda Three. Uh, Honorable mention. Anything? I mean, again, if you guys heard the uh, Geek More episode uh, that we did on uh, the DreamWorks animated mo- movies, uh, I mean, I've I've fucking talked about how my love for uh, Kung Fu Panda uh, often and in, in, uh, on Geek More again. So I'm just trying to. I'm assuming that the uh, Wubro listeners are Geek More listeners as well. But uh, I fucking love this movie. Um, I bawled my eyes out at this fucking yeah. movie. Bawled my eyes out at this movie. Uh, I, I will say, um, I, again, like I said, you're going to start seeing a trend here, and uh, the next three or four picks are interchangeable. Put them however you like, but uh, there's something that's so great about this movie when he, when Paul, the love that he had, that his parents have from that his dad's yeah. have from, which sounds very <laughs> weird. The no, moment that's, I say I mean, that, yeah, it yeah. sounds very like, like my two dads type of scenario. Right. Uh, <laughs> which isn't weird, but it's just... For a cartoon. Oh no! It yeah. just sounds like it's different than what it actually is. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. His biological father right. and his and, his, his, adopted the, and father. his adopted father. Right. Yeah. It's not like his dad and his lover. Uh, it's uh, but it's it's a fantastic lava. Uh, <laughs> lava, Mr. Lava, lava. Uh, so, <laughs> so my, I, I think, um, if I were to go back listening to the episode to the. Um, the DreamWorks episode Geekmore episode of DreamWorks I would go back and change my pick from Kung Fu Panda 2 to Kung Fu Panda 3 just because of being refreshed of how the different movies and they're all great I mean it's mm-hmm. kind of splitting hairs here but well when, when we watched I, I did the DreamWorks episode with you and I had not seen 3 now that I have seen 3 I would have changed Kung Fu Panda 1 for Kung Fu Panda yeah, 3 yeah it's it's really fun I it's really love that movie it's such a good movie it's such a good movie I don't care how there's I hate when people go, oh, yeah, it's a good movie for a cartoon or it's a good movie no, for it. I'm like, no, fuck you. It's a good movie. Animation can stand with with live the, action. The, the best the live week. action movie. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite line, it's like, you've got my nose and you've got my face and you've got this. And then it, the big guy with the messed up teeth yeah. and he goes, and you have a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I died. He's I had so to pause good, it. man. That movie's so to. good. It has so much heart in that movie. Yeah, it's so much heart in that movie. When uh, you know, I've gotten that from one and two. Uh, oh, three, three blows those out of the line. I, as far as heart yeah. in the movie, you 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 really come to feel what he's feeling and what the combination of, of the uh, what he's feeling. Uh, and one of the great lines that he has, and I want to massacre it, but one of the great lines that he has is is um, is Sifu, uh, played by. Uh, James Wan? No, the um, the dad, uh, the uh, fucker's dad. 
Hoffman's name? Hoffman. 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 Um, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. He says, uh, you could, you, uh, and again, I'm massacring the quote because it, it is a fantastic quote, but he says, uh, uh, you will never be more than you are if you if you stay still or something along no, those no, lines. No, it's like, it, it, oh, if you don't do, it's like, if I know which line you're talking about. It's like, if you don't do anything... You'll never be, yeah. Uh, hold on. And again, I'm totally. But, but I, kung fu, I'm I'm gonna try to look it up too while you're doing this because it's quicker with two people. But kung fu panda, it's like you he learn he com- he comes there he realizes he's he doesn't know how to be a panda mm-hmm. because he hasn't been raised as a panda. Right. So he's learning how to be himself or another part of himself right. that he didn't know existed or that he didn't know how to be. You know. Um, it's it's such a it's such a great great movie. If you only do what you can do, you'll never be better than what you are. There you go. And that's I think a, that's that is a good line. That's such yeah. a fantastic line. Yeah. And he's but you know and he says but I like who I am and then he says you don't even know who you are. Like I think that was a fantastic and that's in the beginning of the movie. We're we're, we're afraid of change. Of change and and we're, we're afraid of facing who we are. Yeah. You know, some sometimes you you you're you're so hard-headed that you think, "Okay, I can't really truly discover who I am because what if that challenges yeah. who I think I am?" Right. You know? It's it's a fantastic piece. Yeah. I mean, th- that to me I, when I, that's in the beginning of the movie and I'm like yeah. whoa fuck yeah like when you're watching again you, you know and not to trivialize it but when you're watching an animated movie you don't expect to like stop and go oh wow that's that's heavy yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean who am I I mean you know what, what does that mean you know and, and I, I love this fucking movie and I, not to I, trivialize it but it's it's probably the funniest of the three really me. like there's an entire montage with him and his dad when in the temple with all the, yeah, the, yeah. the artifacts of the previous masters uh-huh. that's hysterical Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. It's it's probably like what, like three or four minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, like three or four minutes, maybe. Yeah, and it's like, but I didn't count the time. Well, no, 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 but I'm that. But th- just, there's uh, from what you're describing, it sounds like a scene from from the first one, which might be, I think, my favorite scene from the first one, where Poe goes into the temple. Mm-hmm. For the first time, and he starts bumping into all these artifacts. He's like, "Oh, it's this thing, and it's that yeah. thing." And then he bumps into this, and it breaks, and he bumps right. into that, and it breaks. It's you know, this is the urn of whispering souls. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really tough. How, how, how do you get it back in there? <laughs> it's really tough for any um, piece of art to consistently keep the same crew and the same actors. Mm-hmm. And that movie, that franchise, amazingly under under. The this under the guise of just of all of Hollywood, they've kept Jack Black around. They've kept Dustin Hoffman around. They kept most of that crew around and the animators for DreamWorks to do that. That's really impressive. The only other movie I can think that does that uh, has done that CGI wise with animation. Toy Story. Is Toy Story. Yeah. So that's a big. But even in Toy big, Story, um, they've they've gotten rid of a lot of characters. No, that's true. By the time you get to three, there's no more Bo Peep. There's no, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. Like there's no more Slinky. More Slinky. Slinky. Th- th- so there's. Yeah. There's that's my point is like there's to your point yes. this has kept the, that. these the, these movies also have come out with more frequency than Toy Story because mm-hmm. to, Toy Story uh, it wasn't very long between one and two but then there's what like eleven years or something like that between two and three right. you know so you know it's it, it's been you know every, every two years we get another Kung Fu Panda 
Yeah, I, I just anyways go, to go back to it. That's that's my pick, and uh, I'm not gonna dwell on it too much because I've talked about Kung Fu Panda a fucking bunch. But it's a wonderful pick. Episodes, yeah. but I, I love that movie sincerely. Uh, almost forgot about it because it came out in January of last year, so I almost hmm. didn't make just to yeah in thinking of, uh, about this list. But um, yeah, that's my that's my number seven. Uh, number six. My number six. Um, I I don't know if I'm on the table or not. Is uh, Civil War. Table. Table. Okay. Okay. Uh, number six for Jeff. Uh, Zootopia. Table. That is table. Honorable. Actually, that's my. That is my number. Honorable. That is uh, my number six as well. I have to table. I'm sorry. Okay. Nine, eight, seven. Yeah. All right. So we're okay. Uh, my number six, and now we can talk about this. Is Star Trek Beyond? Okay. Um, it was cool. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what? What did it you like? Cool. What did you like about Star Trek Beyond? Uh, Star Trek Beyond almost suffered the same fate as Jungle Book in the sense of the first time I watched it was in a crew bar area on a ship where the crew had gotten a hold of the movie not illegally because cruise ships are one of those in between venues where they'll get mm-hmm. a movie that hasn't quite come out on DVD right. yet but is no longer in movie theaters for like that you know again. In this day and age, that's not a very long time. Yeah. Uh, but the crew, so the cruise ship had this movie, and they were playing it for the crew in a lounge. And then I was like, definitely, I want to go see it. And I went to go see it, and their projector was only one size, and that size was the size of a PowerPoint presentation for an office of 50 people. And it was gotcha. in a theater that was, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was in the very front row, and I was like, What's happening? Like I could barely, see, like, you know what I mean. And I think to not to even not to make this comical, but I think I even didn't even have my contacts on because I figured it's you know I'm far sighted, or I'm sorry I'm near sighted, and I'm thinking to myself I'll be in a movie theater. It should like be, I could I could watch a movie without my glasses. Yeah. And I remember going like, oh I can't see. This is really really tiny. So I saw about twenty minutes of it, and I couldn't see. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. So then I it's went frustrating. a week later, like literally five days later, I got home and it came out to purchase on iTunes and I bought it with only seeing a shitty 20 minutes of un- shitty, meaning the way, the format right, of what right. I saw. It. And it was fantastic. Uh, I, I would say uh, probably my favorite It's between this one and Into Darkness, but I I, I love these movies, J.J. Uh, Abrams. And I know, Dave, you are one of the few Trekkies that I know. Period, but even one of the few, <laughs> even one of the fewer that I know, as far as like my Facebook friends who don't totally trash the JJ Abrams. Movies. No, forget totally trash. I love yeah. JJ Abrams because a lot of a lot of my Trekkie friends on Facebook are like, "Well, those aren't real Star Trek movies," and I'm like, "I don't well, know." They're what... not real Star Trek fans. Yeah. They say. and I'm like, "Sorry, whatever." And I'm like, "Okay." So, but this movie I thought was fucking great. There is, uh, I, I I tried to find something wrong with this movie because I. I left the theater thinking I fucking love this movie, and uh, I when it came out on Blu-ray, I watched it again, and I was like, "Fuck, I can't find anything wrong with this movie." Yeah, everything about this movie is just fucking awesome, and it uh, what what really surprised me about this movie is uh, Star Trek uh, two thousand nine and Star Trek Into Darkness had kind of moved away from the uh, from the, how Star Trek felt. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, you know a lot of people I've heard a lot of people say that Star Trek 2009 was J.J. Abrams audition tape for Force Awakens because it feels more like a Star Wars movie than it is a Star Trek movie and though I don't necessarily agree with that there's still a bit of Star Trek there mm-hmm. 
Um, it definitely doesn't feel like classic Star Trek. It still feels like Star Trek, but it doesn't feel like classic Star Trek. Into Darkness felt more like Star Trek. There was there was some of that philosophy there, right? Uh, this one. Star Trek Beyond felt like an extended episode of the original series mm-hmm. in the best possible way. There was, it, it, you know, I'm not, I don't say that to say, oh, it felt long, it felt this, it, everything was fucking perfect. And there's enough of that, you know, cerebral, like, you know, okay, we got to stop and think about this. Is the villain really a villain? You know, uh, are we really to blame? You know, and, and, and then, of course, visually, it's stunning. Yes. I think it's the funniest out of all of them. I would agree with that. It is hilarious. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Simon Pegg had yes. a real, real big hand in writing the film. Yes. Um, I uh, I did not have high hopes for it because um, I am not a fan of the Fast and the Furious movies, and Justin Lin, Justin Lin, who's directed a bunch of them. Man, that that trailer got so much shit on. Star, Star Trek Beyond it did because the mm-hmm. moment they had motorcycles people were like oh yeah. fucking Fast and the Furious space, space? Cycles? see and but I, that didn't bother me because if you've seen the 2009 Star Trek you're like bro right there this reminds me of that scene oh, yeah, when with, he's with on Kirk the, at the beginning with Kirk in the uh, calls back uh, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk in the Corvette and they even play sabotage you know in, in, the, in the film and, and the way that they use sabotage yes, so in good. Star Trek Beyond uh, is awesome yeah. man it is so good is that classic yeah, great line. Great, great line. line. And he goes, yeah, and it is. The the way that those characters come together in in Star Trek Beyond, the pairings are not what you usually see, right? Right. It's, it's usually Kirk and mm. Spock, and right. Usually yeah. Chekhov and Sulu. Mm. Usually, and the car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just th- throwing out. Yeah. You, you got like two more names in your pocket. Yeah. I know you can throw them out at some point. No, but I just no. I said that, and the car. That. Oh, I thought you said and Picard. No, no. <laughs> check off in a car. Check off. But in a car. but it, oh, gee, it, just, <laughs> it was a Jeep, motherfucker. I just got that. Oh, God. God damn it. I thought you said Picard, and it was. A Jeep. It was, <laughs> but, uh, a car. I yeah. mean, what the? F- okay, whatever. A Jeep's not a car. Okay. That's one thing, Christy and I. This, but Christy and I both said this is our favorite of the new ones. Okay. Um, one of the key reasons for that, besides Ilselba again, is yeah. um, is those pairings. Yeah. Because it brought something different. I have fr- I have a couple friends that said they didn't like it because who's the, it, who's the guy that plays a doctor? That's Carl that's Urban. That's Carl he's Urban. Fucking he is yeah. so. That's I feel like, like I'm late to the Carl Urban party, oh, dude. That's bro. like, I'm like, hey, that guy is great. And they're like, bro. yeah, yeah, we know, asshole. Like yeah. he's been, like, that's, been that's a while. guy from Doom, bro. That's dread. Um, <laughs> dread. He's in Dread. He yeah, he dread. was he was in a yeah, movie. But Dread, I don't think he did the greatest job in. Dread. Here's what? A, here's oh, what I'm gonna oh. say. In dread. You're a Dread fan, so just huge sit, bro. Dread fan. Simmer down. Huge would you dread say he was dreadful? Yeah, I'm not saying he did a bad job. I'm saying that I didn't recognize the the greatness that he did because he always has the helmet on it's very yeah. tough to get the like when he didn't as a as the doctor here i was like man this is a great yeah, character he's, he's and he had humor dread had no humor and he that's, had that's not true i disagree I'm talking about him as dread yeah the movie I, dread has very dry humor i disagree i disagree i, I, I think yeah look, I that's think the, the reason why dread i don't like british a, humor yeah, yeah all right so all right okay. let's, let's um, get off but my point is I love the movie, and I I'm one of those fans that believes that the remake of Dread is 
far far superior it's oh, yeah. far superior oh, yeah. than the original uh, <laughs> to a callback earlier today but I, I really believe that it's far superior my, my point is Carl Urban in that movie wasn't the reason that movie was awesome it, maybe, maybe he yeah. did awesome in it but I didn't walk away from he, that movie going who was the guy that played Dread I walked away from Star Trek Beyond going like man that fucking guy that did the Doctor was, I, I remember I was replaying his scenes in my head and I think it was great he, he is of, of the new cast he is my favorite and and I said this all the way back in 2009. He he manages to pay homage to uh, to DeForest Kelly, who yeah. who originated the role, and and you can definitely tell that he's based his his Doctor McCoy on DeForest Kelly. Yes, but that's what I was saying. Enough. <laughs> it's it, it's 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 different enough where it's like. Yeah, this is this is a different Dr. McCoy. Where I would say he's better than DeForest Kelly is that you can see the humanitarian effort in this McCoy and the more doctoresque as, uh, um, aspects in this McCoy than you did in DeForest Kelly. DeForest Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, for a while, started coming off whiny and really... Uh, you are the first person I've ever heard say that. Okay. Of two people he's spoken to about that. Um, Why? Well, I, I no, only know kidding. two people, so... The one thing, uh, the one thing. One of uh, us, he doesn't know. <laughs> We're meeting for the first time. Oh God! I, I, so I know I'm as math. big as two people, bro. I know. I know. But he said two people. I'm like one of us. He doesn't know one of us. This, which one does he not know? Okay. Uh, right, go ahead. You were saying. I, I just love this movie, man. Yeah. I really thought this it was a it was fun. fun. It was a fun. It was yeah. a fun movie. It was exactly same, what Star Trek should it's be. It's the same thing what I said about Ghostbusters. I watched this movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, it's a world that I had. In, 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 uh, uh, Star Trek is a world that I'm not familiar with, aside from the J.J. Abrams movies. And uh, I got into like I think this one gets better into characters. Because oh, the, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. this one. I thought that was a deep. The, the that that uh captain's log entry that he had where you could feel him going like fuck man we're three years into this five years they're not coming for yeah. us yeah, yeah. this yeah. is like this is a like it's another world another, like he just feels like in the same fucking trend and the same monotonous yeah. fucking just day in and day out and i feel as if like you felt that it's mm-hmm. it's it's a scene that took about a minute and a half, but you felt his and, holy fuck. I'd be bored as fuck out of my mind. It's it's a minute and a half of a guy talking to a camera. Yeah, yep. the only other movie that I know where it's 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 that little going on on screen, and you're still as intrigued is uh, is in Winter Soldier when Arnim Zola finally mm-hmm. appears. Yeah, and and but you know, but but again, whatever, but whatever. You know. I'll say two things I really enjoyed. Look, no explosions. A castaway. I oh, fucked the plane went down. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> but there uh, wasn't a second explosion. <laughs> Take that. It blew up underwater. How many? How many? I won the. What were we, we going to say about Star Trek? The water. Um, that's, it, that's the same explosion. Okay. Same the package. two things I enjoyed about this movie: one, they delved heavily into the politics of interstellar politics uh-huh. in this one, which I really enjoyed, which is very calling back to the original aspects of the Roddenberry um, story. And the second thing I really enjoyed is even in space, Trump was an asshole. it's sad because it's true (laughs) the second thing I really enjoy about this movie is we're going to build a wall around earth and the aliens are going to pay for it (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be huge (laughs) this the second thing I enjoyed about this the other films the other two films that came out the head the headers of those films were really Sulu um, 
excuse me, Spock and Ohora and and uh, and um and Scotty. This film really emphasized Chekhov and it emphasized um excuse me chick chick uh, chick and it emphasized McCoy, which didn't get the emphasis that he that's deserved. What I felt about yeah, that's why I loved the doctor in this movie more so I came away with this movie going like man that doctor was great yeah. like whoever played that fucking yep. doctor was fantastic um, I, I, I uh, and the makeup is ridiculous in that movie I agree yeah. that chick the white chick the, okay, the chick so who's played Jayla, white I, I was gonna Jayla. say the character of Jayla um, I don't know how long the movie was in development before Force Awakens came out but there's this trend right now of having really strong female characters, and I absolutely love that. Yes, because I think Jayla really- Jayla kicked more ass in this film than any of the guys did. Uhura stood her own, and Uhura has always been a badass. But Uhura stood her own with the Monica toughest fucking Al-Hora. aliens. All right, and uh, it, I I absolutely love that that's going on. That you have characters like Ray, and you have characters like Jayla, and and it helps. You know, just, I didn't just, see, just, I didn't just like with see, Ghostbusters. I didn't even see the the comparison when I watched Jayla. It's not like I was thinking about Ray. I guess I could now, right? Female with yeah. a bow and fucking, you know, whatever. But I I just loved her. I fucking, yeah. I immediately, like, I am the beater. I'm like, that's just what I do when I watch a TV show or a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who? And now she's going to yeah. be the fucking mummy. I mean, yeah. it's so awesome. She was in Kingsman. She was the uh, Blades. Yeah, yeah. she uh, was Gazelle. in uh, Suicide Squad. She was Gazelle. Uh, she was <laughs> her name was Gazelle in, in Kingsman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I call her Blade Runner, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. there's please, another guy who that. has that name. I don't know if you know this. He's in South Africa. Yeah, prison shotgun, shotgun in the bathroom. No, I was scared uh, for my so, life. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I love this movie. Absolutely love this movie. The, um, I think the doc. I think there was a great thing about the doc about uh, McCoy. Uh, I thought was great. He had a great line in that movie too, where he says, "You know, this whole time that you've been uh, on on Star Trek, or um, something to the effect of like you've been doing this." longer than your dad now and you like you 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 finding another finding out who you are yeah uh line and, and again I'm oh yeah 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 the, uh, i i think that this movie did a better job of exploring the themes in wrath of khan yes than into darkness did even though into darkness is sort is sort of a retake uh, on on the the Wrath of Khan story, yes. and unlike the first two movies, I, I'm I'm not calling out these movies; they're great. Unlike the first two movies, where Spock saves the day at the end, this is a movie that truly the team came together, yeah. to create a victory and mm-hmm. to yeah. create. Um, and I love the fact that Spock was like, even though he wasn't physically around his team for a lot of part of the movie, he was like, "I have faith that they're gonna, it's, yeah. they're gonna do their job." Yeah, because he was, he was, like injured, he, yeah. he was like, "I'm gonna do this," but I, it wasn't him about trying to save the day; it was about him being a captain. Yeah, the whole like he, you know, and but you know what I love, man? I love that he asked. Uh, and again, I don't know the characters' names uh, very well because uh, I'm not a Trekkie. Um, is um, what's his name? Uh, the the pilot. Um, Chekhov. No, no Zulu. 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 That he goes. Can you get us through that? And Zulu. 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 What did I say? Zulu. I yeah. said Zulu first, okay. and then I corrected. The fuck this. is it? Diff- Come on, Zulu. Zulu. All right, whatever. African tribe. Okay, Shaka Khan. Asian. Relax. Asian. <laughs> Asian guy. And. Uh, but I love the fact that he gave him this look like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course I you can. You know who the fuck yeah. I am? I love that, dude. I was like, because I did not know that he was a badass. That was mm-hmm. intentional 
towards viewers like me that didn't know how much of a badass Sulu was. Yeah. So when he gave him that look, I go, oh, well, this motherfucker knows what he's doing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's the kind of look that you give where you're like, oh, can you get us through that? He's like, bitch, you know who you're talking to, motherfucker? Let me tell you, one thing that annoyed me was, was and, and I can see the side because I don't think it was necessary for the movie, but the whole backlash that they got that, that he was gay. It didn't and that bother me at all. Did, and I didn't, I didn't like so it. It was so a non-issue. Like it was one of those things where the story that came out before the movie was such a bigger story than what actually than was. What actually happened? Yeah. And what actually happened? Here's one of those things. I'm questioning whether or not had that had the internet not blown up because of that before I saw the movie. Had the internet not blown up, would I have even? Noticed it. I, I'm, I'm wondering thing. to myself, what I have even fucking it was, noticed. It, it, was, it was such a, a, a subtle thing. Yeah. Super and that's small. my thing that, that like, I, I'm not against it, mm-hmm. but it had it really didn't fit in the movie. I It was it seemed like it was just there to be there. I, I, I understand both arguments because I think, um, I think that George Takei has a point in Takei. that... Uh, I, I think he pronounces it Takei. No, no. Takei. Okay. Uh, George... Says uh, you guys got on me about Zulu and Sulu. You got I on can, me about Shaka Khan, motherfucker. No, you said <laughs> you said. Why did you say that black? What the hell, motherfucker? You, you said it like Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. That would have been hilarious. You said uh, Mortal Kombat. What's yeah, Shao Khan. Shao Khan. Jeez. Um, yeah, don't I, take my. Don't take me in your Shaka Khan joke. <laughs> you stick to your shitty fucking whatever yeah. joke you yeah, made later. Donkey Kong. Ugh. Jesus, God damn it! Um, I I under I understand I understand where 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 uh, Takai is coming from, Ooh. in that uh, he knew Gene Roddenberry personally for many many years, and Roddenberry didn't write the character as gay, and he didn't play the character as gay. So I understand from from a performer's point of view, him saying, "Listen, uh, I think that you should honor what Roddenberry was trying to do and what I did for uh, for the character, mm-hmm. and not necessarily honor me." Now. I think that for how inclusive Star Trek is, mm-hmm. for there not to be that sort of diversity among the command crew and say, all right, we're going to try to 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 modernize this command crew, which was in the 60s incredibly modern as it was, right? Um, what do we do? I would have preferred that they introduced a new character that was gay, but... To make Sulu gay, to me, felt natural because because of who George Takei is, and and the the, the it, it's like Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner, you know, they are the characters. They're synonymous with the character. They embody them. They, yeah, they are the character. These guys have spent their entire lives playing these characters. They are them. You know where they spent these their lives playing the characters. At Comic Cons, cons. <laughs> so I, it, it didn't, it didn't <laughs> bother me at all. It. it didn't bother me at all. I'm glad that they that they still uh, that they still gave him a daughter because that is a big. Uh, it's a. All right, so uh, that's number. That's your number six, Dave. Yeah, great callback, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, my number six is uh, Zootopia. Which will be tabling. Table. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna end it there because uh, we're tired and we have, uh, like I said, uh, we have some of us have big boy jobs. And I told you this was gonna be a multiple parter. I thought that was a joke, but no, no, that's serious. Yeah. <laughs> You're a wizard. <laughs> I'm a wizard. I could tell the future, man. Uh, so, anyways, uh, thank you for checking us out so far. This is part one 
of the Woo Bro Top 10 uh, list. Uh, so check out uh, part two coming up in uh, in a few days. And uh, make sure you guys check out Naked Vengeance at Naked Vengeance at uh-huh. NakedVengeance.com. Check out uh, Raul's uh, other podcast, Cosplay Fame yes. at CLS, P-L-A-Y-F-A-M-E. Check out Jeff on the Geekmore podcast and the upcoming podcast Rumble, which is a wrestling podcast that we don't know when it's going to happen, but we assume we're going for WrestleMania, we're our Royal Rumble. We're, we're trying, trying. To, since right. it is called the pot, we're damn disguise. <laughs> yes. uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, keep listening to Geek More, Mamas are Merlot, What's Good, uh, Zeros on Hero, and everything else on the uh, Geek Bro Network. That's geekbro.net. Uh, thank you for checking us out. Uh, that's uh, this is how half lists are made. Uh, so check us out on the other half of the list. Uh, thank you very much. That's how winning is done. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever But as long as it's here Then we might as well shine together Better now than never Business before pleasure P. Diddy and the fam Who you know do it better Yeah, right No matter what Be airtight So when you hear something Make sure you hear it right Don't make an ass out of yourself By assuming Our music keeps you moving What are you proving? You know that I'm Two levels above you, baby Hug me, baby I'ma make you love me, baby Talking crazy Ain't gonna get you nothing but choke And that jealousy it's only gonna leave you broke So the only thing left now is God for these cats And babe, you know you're too hard for these cats I'ma win cause I'm too smart for these cats While they making up facts, uh, you making up plaques In the commission, you ask for permission to hit him He don't like me, him and wild wife, he was with him You heard of us, the murderous, most shady Been on the low lately, the feds hate me The sun is they say my killing's too blatant You hesitating, I'm in your mama crib waiting Not taping, your fam Destiny lays in my hands, get lays in my waist. Francis, M to the is H phenomenal. Gun rest under your vest, body of Domino. Rhyme a few bars so I can buy a few cars. Then I kick a few flows so I can pick a few holes. Excellence is my presence. Never tense, never hesitate. Leave a nigga bit real quick, real sick. Wrong nights, I perform like Mike. Anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, action, back guns. Ridiculous, and I'm quick to bust if my ends you touch. Kids are Girl, you touch in this world I clutch two auto matos used to call me fat so now you call me Castro my rap flows militant y'all faggots ain't killing shit oops crystal keep spilling shit you overdid it homes you in the danger zone you shouldn't be alone hold hands and say it like me the most shady Frankie baby fantastic graphic trying to make dough like Jurassic parked in with the spark kids who start shit see me only me the underboss of this holocaust truly Yours, Frank, I got the real live shit from front to back To my people in the world, where the fuck you at? Where my niggas is at? Where my niggas is at? Where the fuck my bitches at? Where my bitches is at? We got the real live shit from front to back To my people in the world, where the fuck you at? Where my niggas is at? Where my niggas is at? Where the fuck my bitches at? Where my bitches is at? Put your money on the table and get your math on Break it down, split it up, get your laugh on See you later dog. I'ma get my stash on There's a bag full of money that I get my ass on I never lose the passion to go platinum Said I live it up till all the cash gone Ain't that funny? Only use plastic Crafted to make classics Hotter than acid PD Rollin' on your tape of CD The billboard killer No team killer The famo Ammo is every channel We been hot for a long time burning like a candle What you can do is 
check your distribution My songs from the Houston like Scarface and Houston You ain't gotta like me, you just mad Cause I tell her how it is and you tell her how it might be We got the shit mapped tight, brass knuckles and flashlights The heaters and the two-seaters with two meters Senoritas, kiss rings when you meet us P. Diddy run the city, show no pity I'm the witty one, French the crook from the brook Maddie broke the neck of your coat connect No respect, squeeze off to all y'all diminished Shootouts for 20 minutes until we finish Then it's to the loot, escape in the coupe Break bread with the kiss, Panero, Sheik, Luch Black Rob, join the mob, it ain't no replacing him Niggas step up, we just macing them, placing them in funerals Criminals turn the valves to Brick City Nobody come off like P. Diddy Business-wise, I play men Hide money on the island, K-Men Y'all just betray men, we spray men Opposition, competition of a day in the life of the commission Commission